This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you in part by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. To the sunshine, to the sunshine. You know, I know, you know that I love you. Weather the Esoteric Order of Role Players present 13 Candles, a Vampire the Masquerade Duet Chronicle with Desiree Valdez and David Larkins. My independence day Now the mercy becomes Yuck, yuck, share, share the thumb I want everyone and only We should sail together Hi We're so. starting, we're embarking mm, We're embracing this chronicle I May hope. it live forever <laughs> that was attractive. All right. Um, what you mean that weird snorting laugh I just did? Oh, you are very kind. So we are on um, episode two of Thirteen Candles. So last last episode was kind of a weird hybrid prelude episode. Then it was because there was Wait. actually dice rolling involved. There was dice rolling involved. Um, right at the end. At the end. This is episode two, chapter one. Of course. Right. Yeah, still first chapter. But episode in terms of, yeah, this is the second episode. The prelude was a, the prelude we separated out mm-hmm. to be nice. <laughs> I consider it to be a, of a piece. Oh, I got you. Okay. But, so the prelude was a two-part single episode. Yeah. So now we're on to episode two. Right. Got it. And this is chapter one. Chapter one. Chapter one. And yeah. Okay, cool. I, uh, as I said, I would do, I have printed out a list of old form oh, vampire lexicon. Yeah. All right. And you want to share that with the. Well, I just want to, I just want to hit some highlights here so that you can help me remember. I will. So amaranth is actually the old form for diablery. Oh, <gasps> really? Yeah. I think I, I think I thought it was it was blood just because it kind of sounds like uh, ambrosia. Well, it's a or, grain. Or or a grain of some sort. Amaranth is an actual grain. Yes, you're quite right. Um, let's see here. Then there are some old form words that are also used, you know, nowadays. Mm-hmm. Nowanites. Yeah. Like ancilla. Right. Or antediluvian. Right. Uh, but here's an interesting one. Before Otarkus. Autarkis. Oh, wait, spell? A-U-T-A-R-K-I-S. Autarkis? Autarkis. A kindred who remains outside the larger vampire society of a given city and often refuses to acknowledge the claim of a prince. So, so that's like all of our anarchs, really. Yeah, Aaron is definitely a, an Autarkis, even in the anarch community. Why are you bringing him up? Don't talk about him. Oh, if, your if name not here... sounds like dirt. If not here, where? <laughs> well, I mean... Yes. 
Um, a blood bond is called a blood oath. A blood oath? Yeah. Okay. Canite, of course, we all know. Yeah. Canale. What? C A N A I L L E. Canal. Mm hmm. The bovine masses of humanity, especially the uncultured and unsavory. Like the chattel, the cattle. Yeah, that's probably a word that um, Dr. Freeman did not teach me. No. <laughs> that's a no. Here's an interesting one. Koshmar, a vampire who feeds exclusively on sleeping victims. That's pretty weird. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's classic. What else you got? Oh, here we go. This is one I probably know. Hmm. Kunktador. What? What'd you just call me? Yeah. Uh, a vampire who avoids killing when delivering the kiss. One who takes so little blood as to avoid bringing about their prey's death. Like Camilla. Mm. Yep. Kunktator. That's weird. Why is... Who uses this? Is this for Dark Ages? This is this is old form, Argot. So this is, this is old-fashioned vampires. So I figured that, uh, that Dr. Freeman probably used... Yeah, a, couple, a lot of these words. A couple of them. And, yeah. and so Charlotte still uses them. <laughs> it's just a little role playing. Uh, I like it. No, you said you flourish. You said you would look for it, yes. and I give you one XP for that. So Ooh, mark it down. Wow, you're taking lessons from Shimp, huh? <laughs> just give us give. Just the... give me a three D printed token, please. <laughs> no, those are great. I want them to make some that have little vampire teeth. The, well, some of them do it. Have you noticed they have little? They're kind of spiky, but I want it. You really... want like actual fangs hanging I over want the lips? It, yeah, I want it really vampire-y. Cool. With the the fangs. Awesome. All right. Uh, what else do we got here? Um, well, I don't want to take up too much more time with this. You know what? This is going to take as much time as it needs. <laughs> no, no. Welcome to my world, man. Wait, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> You're not going to get through all your notes, I guarantee you. Oh, I know I won't. Um, okay. I just have such sights to show you. I'm sure you do, Hellraiser. So <laughs> Call me Hellraiser. <laughs> call me Hellraiser. Hellraiser, Hellraiser you're... <laughs> no, don't start. Mm -hmm. All right, so a footpad is one who feeds from derelicts, another chaff of foot, society. Footpad? A footpad. A right. gentry is a kindred who preys at nightclubs, bars, and other establishments of the red light district. Uh, Golconda <laughs> is an old form word, mm -hmm. so that's good. Meaning? Uh, a fabled state of vampiric transcendence, the true mastery of the beast, and balance of opposing urges and principles, rumored to be similar to mortal nirvana, Golconda is greatly touted, but rarely achieved. Rarely achieved. <laughs> What else you got for me? Uh, humanity is called humanitas, of course, because why not? How could it not be? Oh man! Kine, a term for mortals. Kine. Like... It's pronounced kine. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Right. I just want to make sure we're clear on that. Oh, like child is pronounced child. Yeah, child. Is Even pronounced though it has child. an e at the end. Yeah, child. Right. right. Kine. Kine. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what's the singular form of ravnos, though? Ravnos. Okay. Good. Just With clearing that up. Just clearing that mm. up. Oh, man. That is an in-joke. Um, kind. A term for mortals largely largely contemptuous. The phrase kindred and kind refers to the world at large, i.e. everything. Mm -hmm. uh, leech. A human who drinks vampire blood yet acknowledges no master. Ha <laughs> oh, bitch. I drink blood from you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're not my master. I'm only drinking once. How about that? <laughs> What a then I'm gonna go drink from somebody else. Ha ha! Booyah! Wow, what an asshole! I'm picturing him like, <laughs> I'm picturing it as a dude, of course. Uh huh. And just like a total fucking bro. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Foos bro. <gasps> <Ooh. laughs> I 
wonder if Foosbro's been drinking vampire blood on the side. <gasps> I hope so. It's like the only thing you can do to get high anymore. <laughs> Nothing else works. Alright, if you don't listen if you're not listening to our other World of Darkness Chronicle, very little of this will make sense. Um Lex Talionis, the code of the kindred and the system for punishing transgression. Wait, what? It, Lex Talionis. Or Lex okay. Talionis. Alright. Uh, it suggests Hammurabian or biblical justice, an eye for an eye, punishment in keeping with the grievance. Lineage, vampire's bloodline, sire, 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 etc. Okay. Methuselah, we all know. Yes. Neonate, we all know. Yes. Osiris. This what? may this may come up. Why? A vampire who builds a mortal cult around himself well. in the interests of gaining sustenance. Yes, indeed. Uh huh. Papillon, the red light district, the area of town punctuated by drinking establishments, brothels, gambling houses, and other locales of ill repute. Mm-hmm. Progeny, any of a given vampire's childer, collectively. Childer, not childer. Not childer. Okay. I put I put the soda in the fridge to get it childer. You're very <laughs> proud of yourself. Thank you. Um, Praxis, the right of princes to govern. Primogen, the leaders in a given city. Regnant, a kindred who holds a blood bond over another. You know, a lot of this is uh, reminding me of that stupid-ass Kindred the Embraced uh, TV show. <sighs> Which I made you watch. Only, like, a couple apps. Yes. It was really... And then I was like, wow, this is actually even worse than I remembered. It was really embarrassing. I, <laughs> feel, I still feel embarrassed about having watched any of that. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't use that to, like, sell you on this game. Hey, uh, we should watch this TV show. <laughs> Good times. Uh, let's see. A si- siren, a vampire who seduces mortals in order to drink from them, and then only takes a small quantity of blood so as to avoid killing them. Suspire, the rumored epiphany experienced just prior yes. to the attainment of Golconda. Yes. And uh, Lucille's told you about that. I'm sure. Third mortal, Cain. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thrall, a vampire under the effects of a blood bond. Um, Vitae, of course. That's that's the old form for blood, as we know. Is there a new form for blood? Are we old form, uh, but it's just Vitae just, is just Vitae. Is, yeah, Vitae is old form. Okay. Um, yeah. And then what else we got here? Whelp, a derogatory term for a young kindred. <laughs> Originally used with exclusive reference to one's own progeny. Damn, that's harsh. What did he say? Whelp. Oh, well, you referred to Aaron like that. Yeah, but it says it was originally used with exclusive reference to one's own progeny. Oh. So you would you would embrace somebody and then... You <laughs> whelp. You whelp. Well, Y'all never be a vampire enough in my eyes. Who's, who said that about Aaron? Uh, that uh, professor, mm. the, the Danish professor or whatever, mm. Bruja fucker. He's old school. He's like... You're just a whelp, and uh, mm-hmm. you have all these weird powers. What's your Mary Sue? What's wrong with you? <laughs> sure, he wasn't, you sure he wasn't saying, "Whelp, what shall we do now?" No. Okay. Any other terms you want to share? Uh, white, W-I-G-H-T, human, man, or mortal. A white. A white. Uh, and then witch hunter, a mortal who searches out and destroys vampires. Wait a minute. What? What? Okay. And wig, a contemptuous term for a vampire who possesses an interest in mortal trends and fashions. Hmm. Tell nothing but a wig. Okay. 
All right. So with that fascinating... God, just fast forward through all fascinating that. Fascinating glossary. <laughs> Dude, all our duet sessions start out with some kind of weird arcane bullshit discussion. So. Yeah, it's either like something that we actually just are interested in or that it's just something that's like... Oh, did you know about this in terms of vampire? Yeah, or like, oh yeah, so in the last session... Uh, I said know, this, but I meant that. Yeah, like, uh, it turns out celerity doesn't actually work that way. Yeah, not so much. All right. All this, right. Is, this is going to be... Okay, again, disclaimer in front of every single thing that I run in terms of this duet. At least for the next five years. Yes, go on. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. Depends on how often you run. Uh, a lot. I am a novice GM. A novice storyteller. I'm a novice storyteller. <laughs> there may be weird discrepancies. There may be weird things. Yep. There may be things I didn't prepare enough for or I prepared too much. Yep. I am not the skilled storyteller that David is. And I'm not saying this as an apology, but just as a caveat before you embark on this. Okay. So having said that. <laughs> I haven't prepared anything, and let's go. <laughs> I'm just winging it. All right. So, where we last left, oh, do you have any other questions? Any other comments? Anything about Charlotte you want to share that you think is important in regards to her play- prelude and who she was before? No. Um, no. No. <laughs> well, I was thinking. Okay. Um, All right. No. I mean, I, I have thoughts. I re-listened to both prelude episodes. I've made notes. Oh. But you there's notes? Mm-hmm. where where are the notes on the back of an envelope in my office. Oh. But uh, oh, sh- do you want to go get that? <laughs> no, that's fine. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, nothing that needs to be uh, shared. Okay. Up front, I don't think. All right. Other than uh, oh shit, what am I gonna do? <laughs> because where we last left off, uh-huh. we left off. Ooh, oh, the sound in my ears. Yes. We last left off. Left off. <laughs> Damn left, it! Left off. Session canceled. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Ooh, ooh, you're giving me some. Uh, 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 what's his name? Realness. The DJ. Which one? Our World of Darkness DJ. The storyteller guy who Ooh. spins his tales late at night on the radio as you're driving around LA. All, uh, oh. Joe Frank. Joe Frank, yes. Yeah. Feeling very Joe Frank right now. Okay, good. Yes. I was thinking about that movie with Tim Curry. What was that? Uh, oh, uh, Times Square. Times Square, yeah. Yeah, we gotta watch that. Okay, yeah, anyway. yeah. So, where we last left Charlotte and her family, mm-hmm. it's nine, March 15th, 1967. Okay. We are in Berlin, New Hampshire. Yes. Winter is barely shaking off. Relinquishing its icy claws. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You are up in the attic with Emma. Yes. Looking down three stories into the backyard, which was a haven of sorts for you Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. You like nature. Yeah. And you see your sire, the beloved Lucille Freeman, staked to the ground with three other kindred around her. How they got the stake into the frozen ground, we don't know. Um, I think it's perfectly uh, believable. No, These I are know. vampires, no. after all. I know, but you've never seen a site such as this. Ah, yes. This gotcha. is like... 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, Lucille never really demonstrated, like, super-duper vampire powers, right? No. Like, Mm-mm. running up the side of a wall. No. Or... She has she has powers like that. Sure, I'm sure. But, you know. It's on a swivel. It's on a swivel? The cooler? Is that what you're looking no, at? No, no, no. I, I need lip balm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hold on a second. No, no. All right, we're back. I just wanted to check something. All right, thanks. So. Um, yeah, I was just curious if, if vampires lose blood during torpor. We talked about. We, I glossed over that very you shabbily did. You last did. time. Well, that, and that was fine for prelude purposes. But I was just kind of curious mechanically, and I just, I just did a spot check. Uh, listeners, feel free to <laughs> disabuse me of this. Oh, they will. But, they'll disabuse oh, us of many, many things. Many, many things. Uh, things that you just wouldn't even expect. They'll abuse us of anything. But, yes. Um, anyway, it doesn't look like you do, but you do have to spend a blood point to wake up. So if you go into Torpor at zero blood points, then... You're fucked. You're fucked. Someone has to feed you blood, Sleeping Beauty style. Just so, dribble blood into your mouth? Just a little little dripple. Dribble dripple drop. Dripple Dribble drops. Yeah, classic, you know, camera horror. Drops. Oh, someone just bled on that Hawthorne bush where Dracula died. Now he's back, you know. But anyway, uh, so that means that I just want to... I, I want to know how much blood I have before I start to act here. Okay. You know, because I'm I'm thinking I might have to spend some. Okay. Uh, so I had to spend a point to wake up. I went in with fifteen. Mm-hmm. I had to spend a point to wake up. Right. No, wait. I went in with fourteen because I'm mm-hmm. still technically ninth generation. Um, and then I uh, gave some to to uh, Henry. Henry, yeah. <laughs> I almost said Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, all ghouls look alike. Yeah, you know. You know. God, you're so freaking biased. <laughs> can't believe you. No, I really can't wait to do a, gr- a ghoul chronicle. Yeah, I want to do a ghoul. I want to do a group ghoul chronicle. Yeah. And I want to do a group thin blood chronicle, where everyone's like fifteenth generation caitiff. All right. Just so, FYI. just regular people. Yeah, I wanted. I- I want to do just like a regular person chronicle, except everyone has like blunted fangs. Great. So hot's my fetish. Good. All right. Basically, you're all just vampire LARPers. Okay. And uh, anyway, go on. So. So how much blood did I give Carl? Two points? I'll say two. He okay. he, he took a lot. He did. Yeah. But this was, David, okay, I don't know if you're remembering this correctly. You woke up in 1960. That's when Henry and Emma oh, were like, oh, yeah. and then... Yeah, you're right. And then this was just a regular night. Oh, so over the past right, seven right, years, right. Okay. there's been a discussion and, and... You're right, you're right. I was totally telescoping that. Yeah, so okay. Lucille was just feeding you information. Mm, and, and so, blood. And blood. <laughs> and so this night, when you get up... Yes. ...is when there's a okay. shocking surprise. So how much blood do I have this night, is the question. Well, um... Should I randomize yeah, it? Yeah, randomize it. D10 plus anything? D10, or? well, yeah, D10 plus three. Cool. Okay. Five. Total? Total. Damn. I know. What happened to you? Uh, I've just been getting lazy. Okay. Because remember, my hunger my hunger threshold is, is like uh, three. Three, I yeah. know. So I'm, That's I'm not like, good. Yeah. All right, well, I'll give you one extra one so you don't have to take one off from waking up. Oh, okay. So. Make it six. Yeah. I was going to say D10 plus 4 anyway, so... <laughs> Go on. So you see your sire down in this yard. Mm-hmm. 
You also see three kindred. Okay. One is what looks like a young boy. Very fine features, has short hair, short dark hair, and like piercing blue eyes. About my physical age? No, older. older? Like an older adolescent. A youth. Seems like a young boy. A youth. A youth. Yeah. A youth. Yes. You also see a very tall man with very dark skin. Okay. Bald head. And they're wearing, like, they're wearing modern clothes. I mean, Mm. they're wearing, like, he's wearing a a black suit and a skinny tie. He has a coat also on over that. It's still very cold. Sure, sure. She's wearing, like, oh, wait. (laughs) Never mind. The youth. (laughs) Fuck. The youth is wearing, like, like, a little short dress. Actually, never mind. It's not androgynous. It looks like a young woman with very short hair. I gotcha. She's wearing like so, a little short dress. But Charlotte's dress. first read on that is like, oh, it's a boy. Well, but she's wearing a very short dress. Exactly. So it's like the immediate read is short hair, it's boy. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, wow, no, wait. Uh, it's a young dress. woman. Mm-hmm. And then like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Char- Charlotte has short-ish hair. She has well. like a page boy She has haircut. a page boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you see a woman who... Is that was uh, good though, by the way, just trying to describe it like how I would see it. So, oh, okay, yeah, don't don't get it twisted. All right, <laughs> then you see a woman who looks very young, her face looks very young, but her hair is stark white. Okay, but her face looks youthful, yeah, yeah. still looks is it almost silvery. Her hair is white, white. like just white, white and white. silver, yeah, yeah, just like is just white and silver. Mm-hmm. She's wearing pants like a like a suit. You can tell she's wearing pants mm. and a jacket, but it's tailored to her yeah. to a woman's body. Uh huh. Huh. So they're standing over. They're standing over. Lucille. I'm gonna make a self-control roll. Sure. Difficulty. Difficulty six. One success. All right. So, I. I give a stifled cry. Okay. Now, as we, we cut off last time, yes. they were already looking at you. Right. The right. person who was looking at you yeah. was the man. I was mostly rolling to see if I was going to botch okay. frenzy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so the but man, yeah, I do, I do give a stifled cry. You do. But this is after the fact that he looks up he uh-huh. looks up right at you. Yeah. So in that moment of eye contact, and oh, you. hand to mouth, mm-hmm. you know, I'm shocked. Right, and I'm then and appalled. right, and then suddenly you see all three of them going toward the house. Ah, oh, fuck! All right. Uh, what's Emma doing? Emma looks scared. Okay. She looks. She looks absolutely terrified, and she says to you, "I just came up here, and I I don't know where where Henry is. I don't know where he is." We have to get out of here. And you know that Lucille was... I mean, you ha- she had you pack your trunk every night. Mm-hmm. Just for something like this. Just in case something like this were to happen. But she gave me orders, and I absolutely have to get you down there. Because you have to... I know. Perform. I know what I have to do. Okay. So you suddenly hear the door... The door's shut yeah. downstairs. Yeah. Okay. And you hear, like, a little stifled laugh. Ooh. 
like a young woman's tinkling kind of laugh. <laughs> that's, that's sinister. Uh, <laughs> and then you hear nothing. Oh, Jesus. All right. Uh, so this window that I was looking out of, mm-hmm. is it a dormer window? Is it a, a porthole window? It's a, it's like a window seat. It's like a... Uh-huh. Like a... So a fairly large a window. A bay window, yeah. A bay window, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, is it open? Um, No. It doesn't open? It does open, okay. but it's not open because okay, it's March. I slurred. Mm-hmm. Does it open is what I meant. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to prank it open uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> very furiously. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Emma, bar the door. Uh, there is no door. You know there's no door here. I mean, Emma, block the sta- stairway with your body. <laughs> All right. So she runs. So suddenly she just runs to the stairs and yeah. goes down the stairs. Okay. All right. Uh, is my trunk up here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I am going to, uh, I'm going to burn two blood points. Okay. And give myself strength three. Okay. For the scene. Okay. And, um, probably without even realizing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think yeah. I've ever burned blood before. No. So you haven't just... really had to. Well, actually, I'll let's walk that back a little bit. I think you have in the context of healing someone. Oh. So you may have yeah. done that not for escape or power or anything, but to focus your obeya uh-huh. or obia on on an individual or animal. I'm gonna go with obia for this one. Yeah, yeah. it is obia. We're gonna go with obia. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yes, you're quite right. Uh, I suppose what I meant is I've never burned blood to like enhance my no, physical abilities. I know. Mm-hmm. So with uh, with with strength that I I didn't even know I had. Yeah. You know I yeah. <laughs> I grab the trunk. Yeah. And and uh, just lift it basically. Yeah. Over my shoulder wow. essentially. Wow. So I've just got this this big steamer uh, trunk yeah. on my back. You what know? color is the trunk? Oh, it's your classic kind of leather and brass. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Yeah, Lucille probably got it for me at a like an estate sale in town yeah. or something. So yeah. it's like you know this like fifty year old trunk, right? You know, and uh, so suddenly you hear a scream downstairs. Okay. I should say like Footlocker. Okay, it's like Footlocker yeah. size. Okay. That's still pretty big for that is big for thirteen year old to yeah. heft. Yeah, yeah. So there's a scream downstairs that that only uh, brazens my. My wanton will, uh-huh. and so I, uh, I, I just make a dash for the open window. Okay, um, and just and just jump. You jump out the window. I jump out the window. I kind of let the Footlocker out to my side, so uh-huh. it's not gonna like land on me, right? You know, but it's it's just like I jump out. I'm falling through the night. The Footlocker is falling through the night. Yeah. You know, hit the ground. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know if I should make like fortitude. a fortitude, yeah. like to soak, oh, yeah. stamina I need, plus fortitude. Um, yeah, and I need a character sheet in front of me because. Oh yeah, sure. Um, here, I might have one here. I just want like a blank one. Yeah, no, that's very handy. Because I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Cause... I don't know shit. Well, no, it's just very hard to think of these things if you're not. Yeah, <laughs> until you memorize the character sheet. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, these are just NPC blank forms. Okay, that's not helpful. Yeah. All right, I. I hate having to like bring up one other page on this yeah, yeah. computer. It's very irritating. I'll just grab Aaron's character sheet. It's back there, right? Mm. I don't know where it is. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I can just, I can just pull the character sheet out of the back of the book. If you no, want. no, 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 don't do that. Alright. Excellent. Okay, so yeah, so that's gonna be um, stamina plus fortitude. Stamina plus um, you have do you have fortitude I as do. a discipline? I okay, do. yeah, stamina plus fortitude. Yeah. Difficulty eight. Yeah, yeah, that's quite a fall. It's like <laughs> okay. a thirty foot fall, right? It's, yeah, it's three feet. So this will be uh, this will be bashing damage. Yes. What do you say? Like one wound level per per story. Yeah. So I, I need to get three successes, basically. Yes. Okay. Hey, oh, holy shit! Oh. <laughs> Two tens, a nine, and an eight. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so like a so like a you, cat. You are amazing. Yeah. Suddenly you are just on the ground. Yeah. Flawless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like fucking. Uh, oh my god. Uh, Kate Beckinsale in Underworld. I mean, you, you know, just, just like you just lost. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. there's a land in this three-point uh, yeah. stance, right? <laughs> Which, uh, what are you thinking about? Are you impressed with yourself? I, I am very impressed with myself. And, the, and then the footlarker, you know, like, Yeah, like, and that actually and that actually gets a little banged up on yeah, the corners. sure, sure. So sure. you see the damage that yeah. it, like, gets. Amen. Okay. All right. So then I will, I will run forward to Lucille. Okay. And I will uh, yank, yank that stake out okay. of the frozen ground. Okay. Making a strength roll. Okay. Yes. Strength uh, difficulty seven. Seven. Uh, okay. So I, I tug on it desperately and it will not budge. So I'm going to spend oh. a point of willpower and okay. try again. Okay. I don't. You know. You can decide how you've long that took it, me. You've, you've loosened it a little bit. Okay. So obviously time is of the essence. Difficulty here. six though, because you okay. you loosened it a little. So I've got one guaranteed success with that point of willpower. Right. And whew, that was close. That was almost a botch. Oh. Uh, so the point of willpower, though, saves my ass. Uh, okay. So I oh, just barely tug it out. Yeah, and you almost fall backwards. Yeah, yeah, with exactly. With your exertions, it <laughs> so was in there. I was, I was feeling pretty badass there for a moment. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> my weak little girl's arms. Yeah, exactly. Oh wait, I am a little girl. <laughs> All right, I forget so, that. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So you pull this out, and suddenly Lucille gasps. You hear her like, <gasps> like reflexively. Yeah, and her eyes open, and she says, "They're here." So I, I, I um, fall on my knees mm -hmm. next to her, and I'm, I've got her head, like I'm just, I'm leaning in, uh -huh. you know, and I've got my head, I got, I got her head in my hands. Okay. Or I've just got my my fingers up in her hair. And our noses are almost touching. Okay. And there's just there's just bloody tears splattering down on her face. Mm -hmm. She's you know. crying too, because she knows what this means. Yeah. And she she's through her sobs, she says, "You must go west, where the ocean meets the coast. You will meet many there. Be cautious, but trust." The third eye will guide you. And then she can barely choke out the words, I will guide you. Oh, shit. Do it now. Okay, so I have my father's razor on me. Okay. Her eyes kind of dart to the razor. Like, oh, sh oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and, um, just writing down her final words. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
And so there's just a there's just a brief flash of, of silver in the moonlight mm. as I cut just right across her throat. Oh my god. That's a, yeah. That's messy. I know. I, I live for drama. So she starts. So, so she starts to choke. Yeah. You're hearing her gasp. And I just, I just in lean in. In a weird in, way. And like, just, how can she gasp? But she is. Right, 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 right. So I just, I just lean in and start gulping, basically, just, just inhumanly deep gulping sounds. I've never drunk this deeply before. Okay. You know, and I'm just, I'm just, yeah. It's, it's like a hose. Yeah. You know. Yeah. As my, uh, as my atrophied insides fill up with with blood okay so you keep drinking i drink and i drink and then i can tell there's like less and less blood yeah it's there's not as much of a torrent but i keep drinking yeah and i keep drinking and then there's like there's no blood no but i keep drinking you keep doing it like she I was keep, telling I you i keep about. sucking yeah and suddenly Suddenly your mouth is filled with, it's hard to describe this. It's like you're, again, it's very similar to when you were um, embraced. Mm. Where you're visualizing, you're seeing, um, you're tasting something that you would actually be seeing. Mm. If that makes any sense. Synesthesia. Yeah. And you are filled with... Well what, well, what it is, is it almost feels like it's thicker than blood. Oh, it's wow. almost like yeah. tar. It has like a tar taste to it. It's like uh. sulfurous and um, it's like the last memory you might have of molasses yeah. that you're trying so hard to suck through. Like this tiny little, <laughs> you know, port. Yeah, basically Suck, sucking molasses through a cocktail straw. Essentially, yeah. And it's but it tastes like tar. It yeah. tastes like embers. It's sulfur. It's it's like cinders that you're tasting, but you're also seeing at the same time this f- these flashes of memory, mm. these flashes of of even all the way back to her being a little girl. Oh, wow. Of her to be being born. Oh, wow. And her being, like, her matter coming together in conception. Damn. All so it's of beyond it. a memory. Yes. Yeah. It's the essence of who she is. And you keep doing this. And then very suddenly, like, a flash, the texture is gone. There's nothing left. And in fact, because you're drinking so deeply and it suddenly is like off, you're kind of like jumping back because there's like all of your strength was focused on your mouth and sucking and draining that there's nothing there to drain anymore. Right. That you're, you have like almost like a whiplash effect Uh, because there's nothing there. Yeah. And you look down. Well, are you looking at? Of course. So you see her and... She, it looks she looks terrible um she's her skin is drawn around the bone there's nothing there's nothing left it's just her her skin on her bones and she's gone 
because you played that music. Nope. <laughs> so, suddenly you hear a voice behind you. It's a very deep voice and says, Charlotte. So I stand, turn around slowly. I have a bloody straight razor <laughs> in one hand with like the bloods all the way up the razor and like over my hand. Mm -hmm. And then uh, probably, you know, we didn't really talk about this, I don't think, in the prelude, but mm. in terms of, like, how she dresses. Right, so... I think, I think her... I mean, obviously, like, new clothes have to be procured and whatnot. Yeah, and so, I mean, they were procured for you in the yeah. six. Like, they got you some 60s clothes. Exactly, but I think her tastes still run very old-fashioned. So I, I can see her as wearing like a nightgown whenever she sleeps you yeah. know yeah she takes the time to put that on takes the time to put a nightgown on and 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 that it's like kind of like got little frilled collar mm. you know <laughs> yeah. and it's like sort of embroidered yeah you know and so so it's like this white nightgown maybe with like little little blue flowers on it or something mm. you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um it's just you know it's it's just Soaked with blood. Yeah, it's soaked through. It's soaked through, it, like where the where the jugular was just squirt spurting yes. before I could even put my mouth on it, and uh, and then and then just blood all around the mouth, chin. Mm -hmm. It sums in your throat. hair. Yeah, yeah. Sums across your cheek. And then of course, and then of and course, tears. Uh, blood tears. Yeah. So just this like fucking vision of blood. Yeah. And and I'm definitely doing like a Kubrick look, you know, like looking up Down, from under my brow. Up, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a little silver. And because oh, I'm because I'm, I'm feeling it, I am feeling that soul that I just consumed, you know. And it it is like this insane rush, you know. Like I've never felt anything like this before in my life. No. And I feel like I could do anything. Right. What you don't feel is Golconda. You don't feel, you don't feel that nirvana. Right. Could this be a glimpse of what it feels like? Ooh, you don't know. Maybe. But it's not this all-encompassing thing. Mm -hmm. You also feel a sense of, like, you're feeling fortified in a way that, as though Lucille is still with you. Like, she's right there with you. Okay. Um, and in fact, you... You hear her voice mm -hmm. saying, you have to trust. Okay. So, this man is looking down at you. He walks up to you. He's looking down at you very calmly. Okay. And says, Lucille has... Well, she no longer has it. Lucille had access to something very powerful that we're looking for. And now that you've... Well... So then he kind of trails off, and, look, and he's just kind of transfixed, like, staring at her... Yeah. ...cadaver. Okay. 
and the young the young woman says well it's obviously she diabolized her it's obvious that she did it and he looks back at her and she suddenly it's like she it's it seems like she wants to keep talking but she can't mm. and he looks back at you she has something very powerful that we are looking for. And now, seeing as how you've ingested her, you have to come with us. So I'm just kind of staring at him. Uh-huh. Still doing the Kubrick look. <laughs> I'll say, where are Henry and Emma? So the white-haired woman steps forward and says, you don't have to worry about Henry anymore. And you can tell she looks flushed. She looks like like she had just fed. Self-control. All right. <laughs> Difficulty eight. One success. <laughs> Barely keeping a lid on it. <laughs> so right. the young woman who you mistook for a boy comes yes. forward and says, Come with me and just we'll get you out of these dirty clothes. Who are you? I kind of say that to everybody. General broadcast. So the man doesn't say anything. And the girl just takes your arm and leads you to the house. Okay. I am. I. The only reason I'm letting her do this is because of the uh, the voice in my head. <laughs> the voice in my head that told me to. <laughs> Wait, I'm not playing Malkavian. Wait a minute. <laughs> or am I? <laughs> oh, that would be crazy to like play Malkavian, but like stat him up like a, a totally different clan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, and like he just thinks he's like a totally different clan. <laughs> yeah, he does. I'm, I'm a Ventru. I don't a, know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Ventru. Like, get away. <laughs> and he has like all the Ventru disciplines yeah, and everything. Yeah, like, like, I don't know what you're. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Anyway, go on. So, they take you into the house and unfortunately, you see Henry slumped over on the kitchen table. Hmm. And he looks completely drained of blood. And Emma is sitting at the table crying. And she sees you walk in the door and is like... And then she starts crying even more. Mm. So the woman with the white hair approaches her and just slaps her in the face. Just shut up. So. They take you to the closest bathroom... And say, just wash up in there. So they leave you in this bathroom. All right. So then there's a knock on the door, and it's Emma. And she's sniffling, and she says, I brought your trunk inside, and I need... We need to get out of here. We need to leave. You might think I'm crazy, Emma, but... Lucille told me to trust them. What? That doesn't seem right. 
I know. I don't know what to do. So she just starts crying. So she wordlessly just hands you the clothes, you know, like yeah. a dress, yeah, yeah, underwear, yeah. socks, shoes, right, you know, whatever. So she just shoves it to you and just closes the door and just you hear you hear her like standing by the door. Okay, right, right, right. Floorboard creaks outside. Right. Okay, so yeah, I will uh, wash up as best I can. Okay. Um, change. Uh, you still can't shake the fact that Lucille feels like she's with you, like yeah. she's in the room with you. Yeah. Maybe as I raise my head from splashing water on my face, there's a brief mm-hmm. flash of her in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. I, I blink and it's gone. Yeah. Um, I hope you don't mind my collaborative. No, I want you to do elements. this. This okay, is perfect. Good. This is exact. I feel like I talked way too much, and this is the kind of stuff I do. That's all the time. just being a storyteller or GM. Well, you do but, most of the talking. Yeah, but I mean, I I'm gonna be doing way more talking. But I'm just <laughs> coming up next. Way more talking. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to to have a chance to express yeah. yourself, okay, so you cool. feel satisfied with what we're doing here. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, uh, change. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, yeah. Okay. So suddenly you hear a f- a crash out of nowhere. Mm. You hear scuffling. You hear a shout. Ooh. You hear a screech. Sweet. Emma opens the. Let me in. Let me in. Yeah. <laughs> open the door. And so she 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 lets you in. You see a glimpse as you open the door. You see something flashing through the house, like running through. Yeah. And you hear you see tables and like end tables and books. Yeah, and things yeah, yeah. being overturned and trashed. The whole house is getting trashed. Oh wow. Okay. You hear you hear fighting. People slamming each other against the floor. Yeah. And you hear like groans of like oh like in pain like ah <laughs> so so i was like i don't know what happened somebody just came into the house i i don't know what's going on that's just one person it's one person i don't know what it is so i'll slam the door okay is there a window out of this bathroom <laughs> um no yeah okay there isn't all right it's gross but um <laughs> well, no i've okay. i've been in first floor bathrooms with that window yeah yeah um, so it suddenly gets really quiet. Yeah. All of a sudden. Okay. And you hear walking toward the door of the bathroom. All right. So I'll push Emma behind me. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. and because uh, I, I mean, I'm still, I'm still riding high on this is yeah. the same scene, so I'm yeah. still riding high on that. Definitely. That strength boost. Yes. And my amaranth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm just delighting myself. I love it. Here. No, I love it. I love um, it. It's great. It's great. So, uh, so yes, the, the amaranth and the vitae, uh, mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I'm just, I'm ready, I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever, you know. Okay. I'm, I'm in a kind of a, kind of a, uh, action pose, ready to spring, mm-hmm. you know, into action in right. a moment. So the door gets kicked open. Yeah. All right. And there's somebody standing in the door jam. Okay. And it's a another woman. Oh, okay. She also has dark skin. She looks like someone like you may have seen in different magazines or books, like someone from India. Oh, okay. And 
she looks perfectly normal except for the fact that there is a third eye in the middle of her forehead. <laughs> Burning bright. Nice. Lee. And she's looking at you. And she almost looks disappointed. She's got a little bit of a sneer on her face. Just like a disappointed look like oh. this. Is what the gods have, have sent, sent us. us. Did, uh, I can't remember if we covered this in the prelude. Did Lucille ever manifest a third eye herself? You never in front s- of me. You never saw it. Never saw it. You only saw it in a fever dream. That's right. Okay. So, interesting then. This, this is like my dreams. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she puts her arm out, her hand out, and says with a slight accent, Come with me. So I will hesitantly put my hand out and take hers. Okay. So Emma follows. All right. So you see as you are looking around the room, you see everything's upset. There's just tables turned over, the TV smashed, radios, telephones pulled out of the wall. Just everything's trashed. The kitchen's a mess. Yeah. There are the three kindred. Yes. (laughs) Are on the floor. Three canites. Canites, yeah. Yes. They're on the floor. The the women are completely look unconscious. Uh-huh. Um, and the man is sitting on the floor with his back to the to a wall, and he raises his eyes up to see you leave. Yeah. Emma has your trunk. Yeah. And she says and she's like, Wait, wait, wait. So she goes to one of the desks, the desk that's kind of pushed over, yeah. and she finds some papers and takes them with her. Okay. And as you're leaving, the man's looking at you, and he nods. Wow. Interesting. So into the night, <laughs> you go with a single crescent moon sliver overhead, mm. and you get into the car. It's a new vehicle that was purchased probably in the 50s. Mm. So you put the trunk in the trunk. <laughs> trunk in the boot. Uh-huh. And then the person gets in the car, Emma gets in the driver's seat, and you're hightailing it out of there. Emma gets in the driver's seat? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. And the other woman is... Is she, like, uh, encouraged to do so, or does she do it, like, She's you know... doing it of her own volition. Oh, wow. So I can infer something from that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she pulls out of the driveway, and she starts to pull away from the house, the only house you've ever known. You're going through well, town. Not ever, but well, in my in my unlife. In your unlife. Yes. <laughs> so the only uh, home you've ever known. The only home I've ever known for sure. And so you're going through Berlin. Yeah. Driving. Farewell to Berlin. You're leaving. Mm-hmm. The town and it's the town is asleep. It's quiet as usual. Yeah. And you're heading down the road to Manchester. In our Ford Fairlane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So you keep driving in the night. Yes, I'm just. I'm. I'm going to be quiet unless I'm directly. Uh, okay. Addressed. So you pull up. So it's, it's oh. almost like an interesting mirror image. You know, instead of being in a Model T. <laughs> Yeah. But otherwise, it's very similar to sitting in the back seat, looking out the window, watching the countryside go by with my Auspex enhanced vision. Yes. What, what's the cloud cover like? 
Uh, 60% cloud cover. Nice, 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 nice. So, as you're driving, you're, the road, even though you haven't seen it in, mm. what, I don't know, 50 years? <laughs> 67, 50 years. so, yeah, like 48, mm-hmm. 48 years. So you're moving and you're noticing how developed everything's gotten. Mm. The roads are paved. <laughs> Howard Johnson's? Yeah, you're seeing a lot of different <laughs> things that you've never seen before. Right. Um, neon. Ugh. Berlin didn't have any neon. No. I, I wonder if Providence even had it. Probably no. not. And you're seeing more lights. Things are more illuminated, so your eyes kind of hurt from the... Right. When you have your aspects going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're suddenly bombarded with these, like, street lights that are very bright. Right, right. Kind of dis... They're kind of making things a little bit distorted. Mm, mm. There's so many people. There's so many more people around. Yeah, yeah. Things that were rural before are not as rural. Yeah, the farmsteads are all gone. Yeah. So you're driving and eventually the other woman turns around and her eye is gone. Yeah. And she looks at you and says... We're going somewhere far away. I'm here to protect you from them. And I want what they want too. And so you're not leaving my sight. Who were they? She sighs and says, they're the bane of our existence. They're the reason why we have been hunted down. They are disgusting predators. Who are you? I'm one of you. So then, old instincts kicking back in, I extend my hand in a, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of... um, practiced charm school charm school kind of way Mm -hmm. Charlotte Winchester pleased to meet you she awkwardly (laughs) takes your hand I'm Mazarin my goodness the world has changed (laughs) so you're pulling up um, to the side of a a road. You're going down a little country road. Mm. And Emma knows exactly where she's going. It's mm. Remember that old barn that you were mm-hmm. brought to? Well, it's still there. Old Barney. Yep. And Emma says, we have to stop here for the night. This will be safe. So her face is puffy from crying. She's mm. just been essentially crying the whole time she's been driving. <laughs> And so you go down into the the familiar cellar door under the barn. Oh, but without Lucille this time. Right. And I'm remembering how the last time I was here, I was still in my filthy hospital robes. Mm Mm-hmm. And how Henry went and got some clean clothes for me. Yeah. And I look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But it's been five decades. Mm-hmm. 
so I'm being in a very reflective mood. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Very thoughtful tonight. So she closes the door on both of you. Yeah. And Mazarin, you see her um, doing what may be prayers, possibly, mm. as she's getting ready to lay down on the cot. And, um, and she says, we'll be leaving very early in the evening. So get your rest now. Okay. So I'll lie down as well. And, uh, as the, as, you know, can feel it coming on, Mm -hmm. the sleep, the slumber, I'll just say, who do you pray to? And she just, she just rolls over. All right. End of strength bonus. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And I lose a blood point. Hello. Hi. Okay. (laughs) So. Do I have any weird visions, dreams? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You're having, like, these strange dreams of running around on cobblestone streets um, with little other little kids running around laughing and um, playing little games. And there's horse-drawn carriages whizzing by and different little shopkeeps that are open... Just dogs running around the streets. It's kind of dirty, but it feels comfortable and safe and feels like you're home. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. All right. And then I'm being shook and awake. Well, suddenly the cellar door opens Mm. and Emma says, time to go. All right. So as you're coming up the stairs and she's getting the car ready, um... You know, just in terms of, like, just making sure everything's there and everything's safe. She says, we're going to Boston. We're going to get on the late night train. And uh, we are headed to California. It's going to be a very long trip. But I think we can do it. California? Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to Los Angeles. Lucille had to set this up in advance. I suspected as much. So, Mazarin says, I'll follow you to the train station, but I'll make my way over there. I'm sure you two will be fine by yourselves. Those were the main people who were tracking you at this point. Nobody else was except me. How do you know they won't be on the train? They won't. I'll make sure of it. Okay. I feel reassured. Okay. So, you see Mazarine, she was wearing sort of like a, um, a very tight-fitting like, outfit that kind of covered most of her body. Okay. But tonight she's wearing like a very form-fitting like off-the-shoulder top. Hmm. And, like, this beautiful, colorful fabric Hmm. that's, like, sort of transparent, but it covers most of her. And she has, like, this long skirt Hmm. and then pants under the skirt. Right, right, right. And she has these beautiful gold earrings 
She still has a coat on over it. <laughs> right. But she's that's what she's wearing. And she has red lipstick on. Mm-hmm. Her pallor isn't as pronounced as you've seen. Yeah. So, you head to Boston. We do indeed. And so, you're at the train station. Mm-hmm. And Emma's standing very close to you, just making sure that you don't get out of her sight. <laughs> right. And you see a lot of um, just there's so many people you haven't seen this many people around you're hearing all of their blood (laughs) you're smelling all of the blood around you and um, as you're all waiting to board the train Mm. have you ever been on a train before? I don't believe I have, Hmm. actually. All right. So, you board the train. It's a special compartment where you are sharing the compartment with Emma. Okay. It's like a little sleeping quarters. They also have, um, like, curtains that go over the windows. So it's completely blackout um, curtains. There's a little table. You can fold the beds up, and then the table will come out where you can sit and look out the window. So Emma just gets the the little cabin open and opens the curtains, and you're seeing all the people walking by the train as you're boarding, and everybody's just doing their job. And... (laughs) I'm just thinking of the the end of Let the Right One In. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, a uh, quick mechanical question. Yeah. Are we doing the optional rule whereby I recover one point of willpower? Yes. Money? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Wow, that's a very gratuitous <laughs> eraser. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um. I need the sound of an eraser. <laughs> <laughs> so, the train takes off. Okay. So, it's pulling very slowly starts to leave this is the, the, mid- the midnight train out of boston yes okay and so you hear people you hear like conversations you're hearing mm-hmm. things very acutely mm-hmm. um as you're on this train all the different people around mm-hmm. um there's an observation car emma doesn't want you to leave her sight i i don't particularly feel like leaving okay. either my curiosity is momentarily suppressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the train is is going along, and you can just stare out the window the whole time and just enjoy what you're seeing. Yeah. Which is you're seeing more, more lights, more homes, more houses. You're seeing a lot of different things, but then suddenly you're thrust into, like, a rural sort of back, road yeah, area yeah. through mountains passing through Arkham yeah passing through <laughs> Arkham <laughs> I have to think that Arkham is canon in the world of darkness yeah and a little tentacle waves to you oh hello um, hello Cthulhu. from the bay and so anyway <laughs> goodbye uh, from the Miskatonic River thank you oh, very much oh sorry anyway whatever we're not passing through Kingsport which is the village, which is the town on the coast thank you anyway <laughs> <laughs> so you're taking the train. Yeah. All right. So um, 
yeah i think i think you know eventually i'll i'll just be chatting with emma mm-hmm. um so now you're like yeah <laughs> so you're looking well uh <laughs> You know, in these last 48 years, we've never really had a chance to talk. <laughs> no, well, what kind of relationship do you have with Emma? I think, um, I think that both with, with her and Henry, I, I tended to, uh, default to a, um, such a loaded, Uh-oh. such a loaded what? term in American culture. Huh? Okay, so I don't I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but I but, te- but <laughs> I'm not racist, but mm-hmm. no um, no I don't mean this derogatorily, but it's just um, I I viewed them as servants, mm-hmm. right? They were they were of the servile class. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean I didn't have feelings for Henry, and I don't have feelings for him. I do, um, but I I don't think I view them necessarily as like my equals. For me, it was like my primary bond was with Lucille mm-hmm. and they were just people there who were there to facilitate Lucille and, and me right. living a better, more comfortable existence. Right. And in return, we were giving them something just in the same way as a mortal. I would have viewed my aunt's servants. Cause I'm right. sure my aunt's had servants. Yeah. Um, in the same way where it's kind of like, well, you know, yes, you're, you're, you're waiting on us and you're doing all these things for us, right? but we're giving you a nice home, mm-hmm. a decent wage, yeah. you know, and this is just kind of how it is. Like there's, there's servants and then there's masters, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't view it in, in like a um, condescending way at all. No. I mean, I, I definitely view her as a fully formed person. Mm-hmm. Um, which is more than you could say for, say, Virginia Woolf. Uh, but I <laughs> uh, uh-huh. can't remember what she wrote about her servants, oh, but man. it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, anyway. She, she said a lot of things. She said a lot, she said a lot of things. It happens when you keep a diary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so I, I definitely view them as, as, as fellow, fellow journeyers on this path. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I ultimately view her as someone who's there to take care of me, to make sure I'm going to be okay, mm-hmm. to make sure the curtains are closed tight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that I, you know, I don't enjoy chatting with her. Yeah. And I think that over the years we've had opportunities to talk. Definitely. During trips into town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just around the house. Yeah. Um, so, like... Obviously, I, I, I think I knew more about Henry's background, mm-hmm. just being a, a, a Southern uh, Unionist uh, who, mm-hmm. you know, was saved by, by Lucille during the Civil War, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what do I know about Emma? So what like, you've where, learned about Emma she from? over the years is that she was um, similar to Lucille. Uh, okay. She was... She had a stillborn baby. Mm. Lucille was helping to deliver. Mm. The baby was stillborn, and then she wouldn't stop bleeding. And so instead of... <laughs> unlike Sibylla, who just uh, straight up turned... Uh, yeah, embraced. Yeah, embraced uh, Lucille. Lucille figured out a way to stop the bleeding and then give her the blood, you know... 
Well, Plus, Emma... Oh, what? I was just going to say, Lucille tried the same thing with me, mm-hmm. remember? Yeah. She initially she initially tried to ghoul my ass, and that didn't take. So. Well, no, it did kind of take. <laughs> it kind of took. But it didn't... It, but it didn't the stop virus, the tuberculosis. The virus was too strong. Yes, it defeated the pneumonia, but not the yeah. tuberculosis. No. Anyway, So, yes. yeah, so Emma was... Um, she was a prostitute. She had decided to take care of the baby to term. Uh-huh. She was from an abusive... She had an abusive relationship. Um, she didn't want to go back. Mm-hmm. And so she... Lucille felt for her and could understand how difficult it is to be alone in the world. And so Emma then was said, I will follow you wherever. And so that's all you know. That's all I know. About <laughs> that's all you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there may be something else going on, but... Okay, okay. You weren't privy to that. No, I was not. That's all I know. Uh-huh. So, I, I'm sure the topic of conversation will... Do I know where she's from? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was from... Um, she was in Providence. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she was a, a more recent ghoul yeah. of Lucille's. Yeah, that was like in the early 1900s. Like, not oh, the wow. teens, but the zero. Right, 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 right. So only a couple of years. Yes, in the aughts. Yeah. All right. There we go. Um, so, so one natural uh, topic of conversation will be, of course, um, how far west have you been before? This is the furthest I've ever been. Miss Emma. I think I call her Miss Emma. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Henry and Miss Emma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. So this first. I've never. Time. I've never traveled outside of the East Coast. I'd been to Boston before, New York City, but I've never been, I've never been out, out west. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. I don't know what to expect. Nor I. I wonder if we'll meet any Red Indians. Um, so she kind of like, <laughs> she hasn't heard that in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So the about ghouls, that. yeah. So the ghouls. <laughs> so I'll just say, I think the ghouls. It's in their best interest to keep up on the times. Yeah. Plus, um, also just being able to go around during the day, you're just gonna be yeah. more acculturated. Yeah. You're not gonna be as isolated. No. So she says, "Well, I don't think." Um, uh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So she goes. She talks to you because because then she's starting to realize like you're gonna see a lot of different people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. So she's like, well, from what I know, they're, that's not what you should call them. Oh. Yeah, I think it's just American Indians. Okay. And um, and then there are, you know, so that she's just like going through, well, I think in California they mostly speak Spanish there. Like she really doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think they mostly speak Spanish. So we're probably going to be around a lot of, like... Mexican people. Oh, okay. Um, I I don't know. So there's a lot she has no idea yeah, about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. So she's kind of confused. She kind of trails off, and then she kind of just she's staring out the window. Mm-hmm. And then after a couple minutes, she starts crying again. So I'll move over to her seat. Mm-hmm. And I'll just um, I'll I'll kind of you know nuzzle in with her mm-hmm. so you're both looking out the window yeah okay so eventually she's 
says, we have to get you set up for bed. Mm-hmm. It's getting late. Okay. So she pops up under the bed. She pulls the curtains up. And she says, just wrap yourself in this blanket completely. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just say that you're sick. Okay. If anyone comes by. And just... Uh, oh, yeah, it's my daughter in that funereal shroud up there. She's... Uh, <laughs> She's not moving at all. Yeah, She's not breathing. Sick. She's a sickly little girl. So, um, so, so yeah. So she tucks you in essentially. Yeah. And. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm picturing like a full on like medieval burial yeah. shroud. Yeah, you know, yeah, like no. just from head to toe. She just wraps you just, up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And the sheet yeah, and the yeah. blanket. And the blanket. Yeah. And uh, and so then. And she, it's and it's that like uh, old. Uh, like heavy pile fleece blanket yeah. that yeah. they would have uh-huh. in old motels, yeah. presumably on trains as well. Yeah. So you're all wrapped up. Yep. And you're feeling the gravity of of your torpor just seeping into your bones, seeping into your muscles. You just feel so, so heavy that your eyes just close automatically. Mm-hmm. It's not like standing up and sleeping in the closet anymore. No, it isn't. Um, and so... <laughs> You hear as you're falling asleep or, you know, sliding into this weird yeah. state, you're hearing Emma starting to snore. <laughs> okay. So, um, so yeah. So the night passes. And the day passes. All the day passes. The day night. <laughs> the night man passes. Uh, yes. The and, night man cometh. <laughs> and your eyes flick open. Okay. And uh, you hear Emma kind of moving around the cabin. And she says, oh, you're up. You awake? So I'll kind of roll over. <laughs> you're just pulling the sheets from over just your face. pulling the sheets down. Uh-huh. I'm a little bleary-eyed. Yeah. And I'll just be like, Miss Emma, I'm hungry. Oh, no. I'm down to two blood points. I know. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yeah, let's, let's uh, get you something. So she's Should we ring for the commissary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's so she's like, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> she just comes back with some dude. Hello, what's going on in here? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so she um she comes back. Uh-huh. And um she comes back and so she looks a little bit better. Okay. So she's like, I just needed something to eat. You can mm-hmm. feed from me. Okay. We're going to be on this train for a couple more days. You're going to just have to... I don't know. You're going to have to figure it out for yourself. So you see this little edge coming out mm-hmm. in her where... Yeah, she's not she's not bloodbound anymore. Not to Lucille. Right. So. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh- <laughs> got ourselves a leech over here yep 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 so she says she says you're just gonna have to figure out for yourself but i i can give you something but not too much because you realize little girl that i'm i'm the one who's supposed to help you get out of here i know i know that so she sits down and she she unrolls her long sleeve Uh shirt uh, sleeve. Yep. And uh, says, just go. All right. Razor comes out. Okay. Now I intend to only take two. 
Okay. Because that's the that's the safe threshold. Mm-hmm. Since I am hungry, mm-hmm. capital capital H yes. hungry. Yes. I have to make a self control yes, roll. Yes, you do. Good thing I bought all that self control. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna spend a point of willpower. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to accidentally drain my retainer. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Difficulty seven. Seven. So two successes. Okay. Three with the willpower spend. Oh, good. So it's fairly painless. Yeah. Fairly okay. Yeah. You feel slightly better. I do. I'm no longer hungry. But you feel tantalized. Oh, yes. And so Emma just kind of like, she's like, I have to lay down. I understand. So she curls up and she's like, can you bring me some water? Of course. So she lets you go she, out. Yeah, she's yeah. in her, in her, uh, in her Weakened days. state. Yeah, she's just like, go get me water, please. Yeah, and some more food. Of course. So I'll slide the door open. Mm-hmm. Head out into the gently rocking carriage. Yeah, so you're on this train. Yeah. And so you'll see some, some of the, um, I don't know, what are they called? Like stewards and steward, like, uh, I don't know, attendants? You know, it's not like I just ran a nine-month campaign set on oh, a train. Oh, shit. Chef de Troll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm on the Orient Express. Oh, what the fuck? shit. There's Blackjack the Kitten. Oh, my God. So, no, um, I had Blackjack the Kitten, remember? Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, no, the uh, uh, steward, I suppose. Oh, Porter. Porter. Right. In America. The porters. So you're on this train. Yep. The porters are there. Okay. They're... So so I'll go over to one. Uh huh. And so he. Of course, at this time they're generally going to be African American. Yes. Yes. So he looks down at you. Uh huh. And when he looks at you, he's a, looks slightly confused. Um, okay. <laughs> because he says, "Are you sick, little girl? What's wrong with you?" Yes. I'm sorry. So I, I clasp my hands behind my back. And, uh-huh. You know, I'm sorry. I'm not feeling terribly you well. You look terribly pale. So he kind of instinctually is going to put a hand on your forehead. So I'll recoil from that. Oh, and then he... Okay. So when he sees that, he's it's just like, like... Oh, I see how it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So he says, what do you need? How I, can I help you? The dining car? So he gestures with his head to the right go go through those doors okay all right so so you're making your way yeah through so suddenly feeling a bit chagrined well you're i don't know how you would take that i mean that's Um, weird because you'd obviously you hurt his feelings yeah i'm not sure i know why hmm you know i just i'm mostly chagrined just because it's like oh I don't like to hurt people's feelings, mm-hmm. you know. It just seems like you hurt his feelings. Yeah, like exactly. And I, I can't imagine why. Right. So you're seeing a bunch <laughs> of different... all privilege. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't imagine why. So <laughs> you are um, walking through. It's the, the, the car, the train car is kind of shaking, you know, back and forth, kind of rocking. You see there's like these families sitting at these tables. Like you're seeing children and adults and you see... Some people are smoking, like there's tobacco in the air. Mm. 
the smoke, tobacco smoke. Not, yeah. not actual tobacco, but tobacco there's, smoke. <laughs> there's, there's a floating leaf of tobacco. <laughs> yeah. It's sentient, and it's making its way for your face. <laughs> so um, you see, like, there's, like, clouds of, yeah. of smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cigarettes. People just smoking away. Uh-huh. You see people, and you smell alcohol. Yeah. Um, do you want to do you want to do a scan of the of the room? Oh hell yeah, I do. What do you want to do? Um. Okay, so this is this is the dining car. Yes. They've got their formica tabletops. Yes. The women, yeah. The women yeah. have their bouffant hair. They do. They, yeah, you're seeing these women that are just like artfully made up. Yeah. Some are like gorgeous. Some are just like you're like. Like, oh, oh God! Got shot the, with a makeup gun. Yeah, the hair, the hair is teased up very high. Yeah, there's there's girls like your age, but they have like longer hair than yours. Uh, like you kind of have like the shortest hair. Yeah. of all the girls yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see the boys um with these like long sleeve shirts with these kind of um you know like more pointed collars, uh, a little slightly. Yeah. Um, crew cuts. Crew cuts. Um, so they have kind of like a little bit more grown out hair. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's all gelled. Yeah. All of it's slicked back. Yeah. Um, and so some of the kids just start staring at you. <laughs> like they're just like, ah. and some of the mothers are like, don't stare. Don't stare. <laughs> and you hear, you hear the mother saying this. Yeah. 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 So, and so, yeah. Because, okay. So yeah, I was going to say, I was, I was, putting together the outfit that Charlotte changed into yeah. back at the house, yeah. which is what she's still wearing. Right. So, and you're going to have to help me here. Okay. Just like with Barb, I don't know these terms. Uh, <laughs> but, so, first of all, woolen tights, because it's, you know, or woolen leggings. You wouldn't, well. What, what are they, what are they called? Um, well, tights. It would be tights. Yeah. Okay. Is that reasonable? Um. I would say for um, for thirteen year old girl, I would say you're probably wearing more like knee socks. Knee socks, that's fine. I mean, tights could work too, actually, but more more than likely knee socks. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Like Mary Jane type shoes. Mary Jane type shoes. Um, you could wear um, what's very popular is like the mock turtleneck. Uh huh. And then like. Either it'll be like a sh like a sleeveless one, yeah. or it will have sleeves, and you'll just be wearing that. Or you could be wearing a sleeveless one, and you'll have like a jacket over it, like think, a little short bolero kind of type jacket. I think Charlotte is very uncomfortable with sleeveless garments in general, unless yeah. she's sleeping in them. Okay. You know, it's just not done. Right. So, so definitely sleeves. Uh huh. I'm almost picturing like um, Veruca Salt's outfit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All the kids from Willy Wonka. That's the kind of yeah. clothes. Exactly. That we're talking about. Even here. though that's like five years later, it they is, really hadn't changed much. No, it yeah, hadn't. Yeah. And um, yeah. no, it hadn't at all. And I mean, in fact, you see some girls wearing pants, too. I mean, at this point, I've kind of learned to roll with the punches, but it, that's still a you're, little bit but shocking. You're not really, you were never around other children. I know. That's what so. I'm saying. It's like, it's like I'm not gonna be like, oh God, but you know, like at the same time, like. You like you'd be staring back I, at them I do, just yeah. just with the same amount of I do like total who are you? double yeah. takes and like yeah. like what? Yeah, so so before <laughs> you fed from Emma, yeah. she did your hair so that you have like a little headband. Okay. You know, that's yeah. like pulling your hair back. Yeah. With just a little like a wide little hairband. A white hairband, yeah. sure, sure, like sure. White. Yeah, or white. Blue. Of course. No, I think white. Okay. Because I think the dress is, is a deep navy. Okay. Um and then yeah, that's fine. Okay. 
For 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 outside wear, um, I think I'm still rocking my old Edwardian peacoat. I think I've held on to yeah, that thing that's fine. for the entire. And that's okay. Nobody yeah. really. Sucks. It's actually back in fashion, ironically yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? Nobody really looks like. Nobody really um, gives you a, a second look. So yeah, that. like so for out, outside, uh, Edwardian peacoat and like a knit cap, probably. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. Okay. So anyway. So it's a long sleeve dress. Long sleeve dress. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with probably like with collars or uh, uh, cuffs, cuffs. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. With little pearl buttons. There you go. You got it. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's probably just my go-to look. You know, I probably have like three or four dresses in different colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With different. Or different like types separates, of like a sweater with a skirt and like a little belt. Okay. Um. So I'm not. I don't. I don't stick out too much. You don't. But the. But the children sense something is. There's weird. something weird. I'm a weird looking kid. Yes. I mean that's that's undeniable. Right. I, I have three dots in appearance, but I think as I said during the prelude, that's more from like it's like New World of Darkness striking looks. It can. It, you know. It. It's sort of like it's not beauty. Right. It's like just <laughs> yeah. it's eye catching. It's like right. oh what the hell you know right. like because I have these like icy blue eyes. Yes. Uh, sandy blonde hair. Yeah. And, um, oh yeah, there's a section in here for height and weight. I don't, I mean, that, that may be relevant at some point. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, you're, we said you were kind of a spindly. Spindly child. So you're probably like around 5'2". Five, 5'2". Two, five, two. Or 5'3". Yeah. And then you're probably like, well, I don't know, 90 pounds? 90 pounds. At the I most. Was that, yeah. Maybe 85 pounds? Yeah. Very thin. Let's make it 85. Okay. That may that may come into uh, yeah into relevance at some point. Someone needs to throw me somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to throw me. Oh no! All right, oh, so God. All right, so so but the women like some of them like they do have buffons, but you're seeing also some women that have like yeah like their hair is like parted on the side, the bangs are swept across their forehead, and the hair is like long and like flipped at the at the ends. Yep. Okay. Um, but it's still not moving. <laughs> it's still, even though it seems yeah. free flowing, it's yeah, it's yeah. actually not flowing yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you saw these looks on women in town. They weren't to this magnitude. Uh huh. Um, but you're definitely seeing it. So you're making your way through the dining car. Yes, I am. Okay. Um. So I'm, I am. So some I kids am... are pointing and giggling at you. Yeah, fucking a. All right. <laughs> <laughs> frenzy inside this dining car. Just kill everybody. Yeah. Um, kill them all. Kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> Lucille's in your head saying, "Kill them all, Charlotte." Uh, no, she's not. I know. But speaking of Lucille, mm. you feel her again, mm. and your foot, your gaze ends up on this man. Oh, okay. Who's in the dining car, sitting by himself? Okay. He doesn't look very savory. Okay, so he's sitting by himself in the dining car. But in some ways, you almost feel like Lucille's hand is pushing you toward him. Oh, for God's sake. He's scruffy. <laughs> Damn it, Lucille. He looks like he's in his 40s. Okay. He's very scrawny. has like a scraggly beard. Mm. His hair is is kempt like his beard is scraggly but he's maintaining it but they're just it's patchy growth okay and he has kind of these beady eyes and um just a very strange mouth shape (laughs) interesting 
And you said he had a beard? It's just scraggly, patchy facial hair. Oh, okay. I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're just looking at me and describing me. Uh, yeah. Beady little eyes, scraggly hair. And a weird mouth. Weird mouth. Yeah. That's so you. <laughs> anyway. Um, so he looks up from his cup of coffee. Okay. And he sees you. And he's... It's like he's transfixed. He can't stop looking at you. Alright. So I will... I will just walk up to the opposite side of the table. Place my hands on the chair opposite him. May I? He wordlessly nods. Pull the chair out. Have a seat. He's just staring at you from over his coffee cup. <laughs> is, this, is this like still poised? Yeah, he doesn't. He's just shocked. Like, what? Why are you? Yeah. Who are you? So again, hand goes out. Charlotte Winchester, pleased to meet you. When he when you take his hand, it's very cold and clammy. Mm. And he just says, Bernard. Bernard. Well, Bernard. Where are you bound? I'm heading to Salt Lake City. I see. I'm going to Los Angeles. Are you a movie star? No. So, <laughs> kind of like... Uh, I don't quite know what to make of that. Um, my my, I think my my expression is is one of of shock. <laughs> you know, like, no. <laughs> what, what what do you mean? What kind of shock? Like like almost like angry. You know, like like you know, why would you think that? You know, like I'm just surprised. No one's ever said anything like that. Well, before. you look like an angel. Oh, well, thank you. So he puts his cup down, and his he, his hands he puts his hands on the table, and they're just all spread out. Uh. And you can tell they're kind of knobby and very angular. And you see like he's wearing a long sleeve shirt, but you see patches of red aggravated skin mm. um, on his hands that looks picked at, itchy and bleeding. Here, the fuck, Lucille? <laughs> what? What, did you, what are you cursing under your breath? So what the fuck, Lucille? Don't be like that. All right, no, I'm. You know, Charlotte is very compassionate, and she, she, uh, you know, she has taken in many a, many a vagrant before. <laughs> a vagrant? Well, obviously, he's on it. He's in a dining car and a train. He's not that much of a vagrant. But he's kind of reminding me of some of those hobos that I tended to back during the Depression. Mm. Um, yes, in fact, by God. <laughs> I love this. It's so funny because, I don't know, running, doing storytelling. Being you, a storyteller. Being a storyteller. Yes. With you, it's funny because, like... You know, uh, you're you're not used to flexing the player muscles because you don't know anything that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, and likewise, you're like, oh wow, I know things that are gonna happen. And yeah, I'm, I'm like, watching this idiot uh, fumble around blindly. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, wait, wait, 
Hey, wait, uh, wait what? a minute. I mean, I'm watching this beautiful person fumble around. What? I mean, what? Figure out the best way to go about what enacting their master plan. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is that what you think of me? That I'm like some dumb idiot. <laughs> Well, I wasn't going to say it, Stupid but... Stupid little dummy. You dumb dummy. <laughs> All right, so... All right. Okay, so I will... Oh, how about when I shook his hand? Yes. Um, since I already had a read on this guy. Did being, you want to read his aura? Uh, well, no. What I want to do is do my sense vitality. Oh. What is that? Oh, is that, that's Obia. That's, that's Obia. Sense vitality. Okay. And I must touch the target. Yes. And I must make a perception plus empathy roll difficulty seven. Yes. So that's yes. four plus three. Right. Ah. Yes. Excellent. Go, Heelbot. Go. <laughs> Heelbot. Heelbot operating. <laughs> Heelbot loading. Oh, these goddamn ones. Dude. <sighs> bro. Rolled three ones oh, and two two regulars, oh. so. Yeah. All right, so I can't get a read on this guy. So, um, so I'll be noticing that psoriasis type, mm. um, skin malady. Yeah. You know. And, just, and yeah, like out of your mouth, like if you want. So suddenly you realize you know exactly what's wrong with him mm. in terms of like from a doctor's perspective. Yeah, I do have, I do have a dot in medicine. So. Well, but there's that, but it's enhanced. Like you're like, okay, I could use this, this, and this to oh, treat him. That's like somebody else's. Is... It's like somebody else's encyclopedic knowledge is suddenly uh, in your brain. Uh, <laughs> and so and so you're like, oh, I know how to treat that. I oh just, my God. It's like, and then it's like the frustration of like, oh, but I don't have anything like that here. <laughs> how could I help him? I don't have an unguent. How, well, or do you? Oh. Um, I look in my pockets. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you have to look that far. What? I don't have an unguent? What? Uh, in, in my hands? You have vampire vidae running through your yeah, Well, yes, I know that. <laughs> All right. All right. So, hmm. Damn, I was thinking of how I could scam feeding off of him. Uh... <laughs> Little, a little uh, tip for tat, right? Yeah. <sighs> All right. So uh, he's sitting there. His hands are spread on the table. Mm -hmm. I'm noticing this skin malady. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I'm thinking of things. So the waitress brain. comes up and says, "Oh, is this your little girl? Do you want to order something?" Uh, so I'll turn her and say, um, "I'll say yes, but please send it back to my cabin." Oh. You mean your cabin with your father here? Um. Yes. <laughs> Roll. Right, that's a, it. Where is it? Expression. I have. I it? have one dot to subterfuge. Subterfuge. Okay, so subterfuge plus and manipulation. Yes. Okay. What's your manipulation? Two. <laughs> All right, and then what? What are your back? What are your advantages? Uh, so, so I'm, I'm actually going to say. Um, uh, I'm actually going to say. Oh. Uh. Yes. I'm staying with my aunt, though. She and I are, are sharing a cabin. Okay. So I'm gonna. All right. Oh yeah, let me let me see what I've got here. Yeah, you uh, have like striking looks because you're, you know. I've got I've got some merits here. Mm -hmm. um, calm heart. Boy, I really need to refamiliarize <laughs> myself with these things. What's calm heart? Oh, God, 
Okay, yeah, let's... No, 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 no. Oh, shit. Here we go. Why did I ask that question? I'll look it up myself. <laughs> What's office I, magic? I, <laughs> <laughs> we do way too many Arrested Development quotes. We do. What's office magic? Well, it's when an ordinary day becomes... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It's my Goodwill Arnett impersonation. Uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> All right, so... Um, let's uh, see. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> hot referencing action. All right, so anyway. Calm heart. Calm heart, yeah. Vampire. Yeah. Campfire. Campfire. I shouldn't have done that. All right, I'm going to go ahead and roll oh, my... Wait, oh, wait, the wait. reference desk, the reference, the reference librarian. Oh, what does the librarian me? got? Calm heart vampire. The reference desk says... You are naturally calm mm. and do not easily fly off the handle. Kay. You receive two extra dice when attempting to resist a frenzy. Oh. Bru- Bruja may not take this trait. Okay, so you that's may not good take to know. this with the flaw short fuse. <laughs> what is that? What is that style you're employing there? I have no idea what it was. Uh, it was creepy and gross. It's kind of video game voiceover. Actually. <laughs> was it? It's pretty good. Got to get into that. You do. Um, so that that How is bot loading. That would. There you go. <laughs> Can you say in the pipe five by five? In the pipe five by five. <laughs> I don't even know what All that right. means. All right, so um, <laughs> all right, so that actually would have been good to know <laughs> earlier. Oops. Um, so I got I got to print out one of those expanded merit sheets where there's good actually idea. space to write down what these things do. Excellent. Um, I have something called sanctity, which might actually oh, do yes. something for me here. Yeah, I remember that one. Okay. okay. Can you check that for me? Okay. Thank you. I'm also inoffensive to animals. Yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. Healing touch, which means I can close wounds with my hands as well as my tongue. Sanctity, one point merit. <laughs> I feel like it's like Hunger Games. Like, <laughs> yeah. This merit is sometimes called the halo effect. Everyone considers you pure and innocent, though not necessarily nice. not naive. You have a saint-like quality that is hard to pinpoint but cannot be denied. You are trusted, even if you are not trustworthy. At the storyteller's discretion... You tend to receive lesser punishments for wrongdoing, and you are liked by most. Good. <laughs> That's a good one to have. So, so as she's asking these questions, yeah. you see her face softening, yeah, and yeah, yeah. she just is enamored of you. Yeah, I'm just, just I'm just smiling at her. She just thinks you're just like, wow, you're I'm just... I'm with my auntie. You're so, like, you know? precious. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Aren't you something? Exactly. <laughs> you look like a freakish hell child, but somehow... I love you. Somehow I love you. Okay. I'll do anything for you, Damien. Uh, All right, this so... This is for you, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> so is that good for a reduced difficulty, then? Yes, yeah, like yeah. Like a six? It's a six. six, yeah, definitely a six. All right. Six. Six. Seven. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so she's going to summon Damien. All right, so, um... Yeah, so three successes on that bad boy. Okay, so she says, oh, whatever, you know, whatever you want. Sure, what do you want? So, I know what Emma likes. Yeah, so you probably get her, like... Plus, like, Lucille's kind of telling you to, like... (laughs) Give her some red meat. Yeah, Make yeah, sure yeah. she has some spinach. Right, right, right. So I'll order water, a, orange juice. I'll order a, a hamburger and a side salad. Uh-huh. Some water and some orange, orange juice. juice. Okay. So yeah. she's like, "Wow, that's a lot," but okay. So I'm she, gonna I'm gonna split it with my auntie. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. She's Here's, not she's not feeling too well. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, it's good that she has you to be um, spend time with her and to take care of her. So, so I'll she, just I'll just give. Her I know, but it's what's <laughs> flash the. The, the little twinkles. Yeah. But, like, what's so funny to me is, like, you're essentially, like, 
I don't know, 60 years old. 61 years old. And she's talking to you like you are like 13. Yeah, and I and I know kind of. Well, we we talked about during the prelude how I'm intellectually 61, but emotionally still 13. But still intellect. You're just like I'm smarter than you. I'm smart. Like, I'm I smarter know, than you. I'm like I know things. Yeah, I know things. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. And, and your hair white. Yes. So and uh, anyway. So. so Bernard turns to you and. And says, okay. why did you sit here? Well, Bernard. <laughs> it's Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> I felt compelled to. So he leans forward mm. and is scrutinizing you. Mm. Staring match ensues. Yeah. All right, so I'm I'm giving it right back. So he looks away, mm-hmm. and he scratches at his hands <laughs> nervously. If you don't mind me saying so, that looks painful. He looks at you. Why are you talking to me like this? I'm sorry. Like he's what? he's not Don Draper. I don't. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Little girl, why are you talking? Why are you talking? Why are you talking to me like this? <laughs> but he says that like, why are you talking to me like this? I don't know you. You're awfully presumptuous for a little girl. So I've been told. <laughs> Look, Bernie, you want those things healed or what? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Um, it's hard playing a character. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Edit. <laughs> Alright, so I will... Um, you know what? I'm going to reach out again. <gasps> okay. I'm going to put my hand on his hand. Ooh. I feel like, I feel like I'm doing the barb thing again, but anyway. I'm not going to ditch him. I'm not going to ditch him. <laughs> oh, the whole... The, the from, whole uh, seafood... Uh, Okay, yeah, that's from another game. That's from another game, yeah. All right. So. Just don't want to repeat myself. No, 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 no. Please. So. You reach out and touch his hands. Yes. And and my point bringing that up is that I'm not being manipulative. No, I know. I want to. I genuinely want to help him. All right. So. What can you convey with your touch? What can I convey with my touch? So I've got empathy. What's your points? What are your points? I've got empathy. And I've got charisma. No, but what are your points in Obia? Obia? One. I'm at level one. Oh, you just have one? Yeah. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. No, I, uh, I, I went with, I went two dots and fortitude because I wanted survivability up front. Yeah. And no. then I'm going to be pouring most of my points into upping my disciplines. Okay. Yeah. Initially here, so. All right. Um... Also, I'm beginning to see why you really like those handheld erasers, because, my God, my blood pool is just looking terrible at this point. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, anyway. um, You know it. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, I am going to... uh, Thank you. Yes. I am going to... Oh, now it's not... Now, hmm... Isn't it nice to have a storyteller that feels sympathy about your complaints about the character sheet? Hmm. Must be really, really nice. What are you talking about? I don't know who I'm talking to right now. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) anyway, so what are we doing here? Right. So, I am going to... So, you touch his hands. Yes. And I'm going to use my my touch. Okay. And my 
eyes. Yes. I'm going to use the touch to bring his gaze back around to me. Okay, well, once... But this once, time, okay. this time, instead of it being a, a staring contest, like a, a establishing dominance situation, right. I'm going to be communicating to him with my very expressive eyes um, that I, I genuinely want to help him. You know, it's going to be a very empathetic... Okay. Empathetic look. Yes. Using my native charisma. Right. Great. So in other words, I want to roll charisma plus empathy. Okay, that's okay. fine. Yeah, how many dots, how many points? Three in each. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? Um. Merits? I mean, I've got the sanctity thing. Yeah, add that to it. So that that, yeah. that would affect the, the difficulty? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um... You know, I think I'll just go ahead and spend a, a willpower. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm seeing with the ones the ones being the cancel cancel out ones mm -hmm. that you know willpower guaranteeing success is very yeah critical. <laughs> okay, how many times I didn't use willpower? Oh, no. <laughs> like, huh? all right. So, um, difficulty. This will be difficulty seven. Okay. I mean, he's a total stranger. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't know him, and your hands are ice cold. Ice cold. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I don't, unfortunately, I don't really have enough blood to spare to... No. You're desperate. <laughs> That's true. Ooh. Um, Ooh. yeah. No Ooh. ones. All right. No ones whatsoever. Okay. So, mm -hmm. that is four plus my willpower, so five successes. Oh, wow. Cha-ching! Oh, hell yes. So, so you touch his hand. Yep. You're looking in his eyes. Yep. He's looking into your eyes. Yep. You are transfixed by each other. Mm -hmm. Him transfixed by you because of how you look, and there's something emanating from you. Yeah. That's allowing him to feel okay with this. Yeah. He suddenly relaxes in a way that you haven't seen. Yeah. So far. Okay. So, keeping my hand on his, mm -hmm. I'm going to stand up. Okay. And I'm. So now I'm not just. Touching his hand, I'm, I'm going to clasp his hand. All right, he takes it. And I'm going to lead him. Oh. Okay, so he's going to leave his coffee cup yeah, yeah. at the table. Yeah. And I'm going to lead him. <laughs> God. Um, I'm going to lead him out of the dining car. Mm hmm. He's following you. Oh, Willingly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Into the next car over. Mm hmm. And, uh, sorry, I was like, what the hell? Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to lead him to the next car over. Is that the observation car? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's dinner time, so mm -hmm. it's probably... It's, it's, it's sparsely... Not a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, not a lot of people in there. But there are... And it's dim because it's night, so yeah. people can see outside. Yeah. Uh, and so the, the, the chairs are facing out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are they kind of couch-like? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to lead him over. Yeah, it's all like upholstered, like orange. Yeah. Like, it's like this weird nubby orange fabric. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to lead him over mm -hmm. to one of these. Oh, God. Yeah, I just got a vision of the fabric. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my brain. <laughs> Power of a storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> I described some that just, nasty that polyester fabric. That just landed. <laughs> 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 okay, so I lead him over to one of these. <laughs> Jesus Christ! To one of these. Earth I feel like of all the things I've described so far, that's the this, thing that's gotten. Well, me the this most is a game of personal horror, so yes. 
<laughs> my, uh, my personal taste was impugned. Oh, honey. Honey. <laughs> All right. That upholstery. So I'm going to lead him over to some of this earth-toned upholstery. Yes. No, it's and, like vivid orange. Oh, right, okay. It brown. hasn't gotten to the 70s earth tones. That's true. That's so true. it's more That's true. bright yes. colors. Yes, yes, yes. But, um, well, earth palette, let's just say. Earthy, earthy palette. Okay. Autumnal. Autumnal okay. colors. All right. Yes. You seem very intent on that. Well, you so. know, orange, yellow, green, brown. I Those know. are all earth tones. I know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's that's where I'm coming from. Okay. Anyways, so what, what's the cloud cover like? Um, <laughs> it's 30%. Excellent. All right. It's so. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. So we'll have a seat on one of these one of these love seats, basically. Right. Oh, how romantic. How romantic. And is he still looking at me? Is he just transfixed? He is. Yeah. He is. It's like he's mesmerized. Okay. He's not even comment. He hasn't said a word. Okay. But he's just following you. Okay. And so, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one that's kind of like as far as possible away from anybody else. Okay. On the car. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're fairly isolated. Yeah. And it's dark. Yeah. There's just like recessed lighting, I'm sure. Yeah. But it's uh, low enough so that it doesn't reflect off the glass, so that you can still see outside. Yeah. That kind of thing. Definitely. But you can see enough that you, you can don't see trip enough. over anything. Exactly. Yeah. There's very yeah. dim lighting. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's very quiet. Uh huh. There's a very sparsely populated, not very many people there. So we're probably in like, well, we're probably still like in upstate New York at this point, or maybe um, maybe actually, Western Pennsylvania. I don't know. Let me. I'm checking a map right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, and let's see here. <laughs> oh man, it's like one of those math word problems. If a train leaves um, <laughs> New Hampshire. Shit. <laughs> we're fucked. All oh right. yeah, but it's been a whole day, hasn't it? So it has been a day. Oh so yeah, okay. I'm trying to pull up this link, but okay, here we go. All right, all right, all right. All right. So we're, we might even be. Wait, 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 wait. Illinois, maybe. I want to say coming up to Chicago, maybe. Um, actually, yeah, you are coming up to Chicago. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, okay, so we're looking out at the kind of um that area. <laughs> Heading toward the Great Lakes. Northern, yeah, 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 yeah. Southern, southern portion of the Great Lakes. Yeah. Northern Indiana. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, um, it's very nice. It's, yeah. But you you're know. kind of in the more rural areas. Yeah, yeah. I train mean, tracks. That's the thing. I mean, most of the trees are going to still be bare. Yeah. Um, Definitely. But it's, it's like this nice countryside mm -hmm. vista. Yeah. Okay. So I, so I, I say to him, I say, uh, Bernard. It's Bernard. <laughs> this is going to be a thing with us, isn't it? I want you to keep looking straight out. Okay, so he is. He's just looking out the window. I can help you. I need to pull the toxins from your body. He's just being very still. Okay. So, I'm just going to... Uh, he's wearing a jacket. Uh, no, he's just wearing a long sleeve shirt. Long sleeve shirt. So I'm gonna slide his sleeve up. Yeah. And I'm gonna very um, discreetly mm -hmm. <laughs> um, get my knife out. Does this does this dress have pockets on it? Yes. Okay. So 
a knife in my pocket. In the world of darkness, Oof. all women's garments have a, the no. perfect amount of pockets. No, this is the world of darkness. So no, so no, no. so nobody's garments have the perfect amount of pockets. Nope, that's wrong. Everybody has pockets. No, no. Because in this world, but, nobody has any good pockets anywhere. No, don't get me started on this. No, but here's don't the thing. Don't get me started. Here's the thing. The world of darkness is like our own world, but a dark reflection of it. So so anything that's shitty in this world is actually shittier in the world of darkness. Okay, I don't want to believe that. So you have pockets <laughs> in this dress. Not in my world of darkness. <laughs> Subjective. Oh my god. Anyway, girls' dresses have pockets sometimes. Sometimes, barely. Yeah. Alright, so you do have pockets. Yes. So out comes the straight razor. Okay. Very discreetly. I don't know if you want me to roll against stealth or anything. or. Um, You had such a brilliant I got, success. I got a critical success. I, I so. feel like, I mean, with stealth, it's like, there's nobody in this car. Yeah. Like, it's becoming less and less. Yeah. There's less people. People are all going to dinner. Yeah. However, you yeah. have to know within the next 45 minutes to a half hour, people are going to be flooding back into the yes. observation car. Yes. But you don't know this. No, I don't. So you're just like doing everything as quick but you know you've done this in the past where you do things as quickly as possible i'm in public so i have to move with a certain have you ever done this in public determination oh uh, yeah like with, oh. the, with the hobos and whatnot well that was kind of okay yeah all right so uh yeah so the 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 knife comes out discreetly yes. uh i position my head very close to his wrist so that i'll be able to just go in really quickly so that he'll only feel a slight a slight cut and then and then the the experience of, of, you know, being fed uh, from will will take over. Okay. So when you do that, yes. you hear him gasp. Yeah. And then... <laughs> attach. Like, yeah. Okay. And then he starts breathing really hard. It's a strange sound. Oh, all right. You've never really... I mean, you've heard this in other men before, but it's... Yeah. Odd. Okay. It's unsettling. Ooh. All right. Well... <laughs> Lovely. So I'm taking two blood points. Oh, really? Yep. Because. Because. Because, because, because. Yes, that's right. Um, taking two blood points, and then as I finish, I will rub the, the cut closed with my hand. Okay. And then, still with the knife in my other hand, Yeah. I will slash my own wrist. Oh. And put it up to his mouth. Okay, so and he I, turns to you. And, and I'll just say drink. Okay, so he takes your wrist uh-huh. and he brings it to his lips and he starts to kind of suck on it. Like, so I'll kind of suck on I'll, it. I'll push my wrist further, you know, like up against his mouth. Okay, so he, he latches on a little bit better and yeah. starts to drink it. And... He kind of coughs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Splutters. Yeah, so he drinks some of it. Okay. So I'll give him, you know, one point. Okay. And then I'll pull my pull my wrist away. Okay. So he his mouth is covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Can we retcon a little bit? Okay, what? When... When I was done with my amaranth, mm-hmm. with Lucille, mm-hmm. I reached up her um, sleeve mm. and I pulled out mm. the blood, the uh, you know crimson colored burgundy, color, burgundy uh, mm-hmm. handkerchief. 
Oh. It has her initials embroidered on it. Booyah. When you've looked at it more closely. Yeah. LF. LF, yeah. Okay. So you take that, and what do you do with it? I'll, I'll dab his lips. Okay, he lets you. And then I'll just give him the smile. There. Doesn't that feel better? So he kind of turns and looks down at you, and there's the slightest trace of a smile across his lips, and he says, well, slightly. Well, what did you do to me? It's just something that I can do. I can purify your blood for you. And it makes you healthier. So he looks back out the window and says, will you visit me again? If you want me to. Well, I don't know. How long do the treatments, how, how many treatments do I need? So I'll, I'll look at his uh, rash. Mm-hmm. How's it look? It looks less angry, but it's dim in there, so it's hard to see. Mm-hmm. Unless you wanted to use a band. Yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. You're welcome. Uh, perception plus empathy, was that it? Um, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Should uh, mark some pages here. I believe that was it. Perception plus something, at least. Doesn't say. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to go with perception plus empathy, and yeah. if I'm wrong... So be it. Sue me. Sue me. Oh, that was only my perception. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, looking good, though. Oh, great, <laughs> And good. here goes the empathy. All right. <laughs> here goes the empathy portion of the roll. Uh, <laughs> difficulty six or seven? Uh, seven. Okay. One, two, three, what? four what? successes. What? <sighs> hey, man, this, so, is, this is my specialty. This, okay. is like, this is like Aaron fighting. Well, no, so this no, is this like... is not like Aaron fighting. This is like Aaron acting, okay? Well, or acting. Because, or no, acting. not fighting. Because remember, at this Dude, point... Dude, he did fine with his he's, fighting. He's a stupid ass. He can only tackle people and then, like... He's then, a stupid he's ass. He's a dummy. He's a dummy. Okay. Oh, my God. So... And yes, it is perception plus empathy difficulty seven. What so. that? Okay, 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 okay. So... I'm going to mark that page. Okay, please do. Go on. So... Suddenly, the cabin is filled with a blue, icy light. Your eye is open. Oh, shit. All right. Right? Mm Because we said only when you activate your obia, Mm -hmm. that's when your third eye gets activated. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So, it opens. Wow. And you see him. (laughs) I love... Just really quick. <laughs> I love that this is happening in the observation car. <laughs> yeah. Go on. So, yeah, if someone were to pan out on this shot, they would see <laughs> the train going by yes. and this, like, icy blue glow coming yeah. from one of the cars. Yeah. So bright. Through through the, the big skylights. Through uh, the big dome skylights. Dome skylight. yeah. 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 So anyway, yeah. So the it's illuminated, <laughs> and I can't even like because this is 1967. It like it would actually be easier to play off in a modern campaign. Oh yeah, because it'd be like, oh, somebody has their laptop or their tablet. <laughs> their phone just turned on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, okay, it, so the icy blue light floods floods the cabin. Okay, and he's, he's wow. I'm really glad I failed that roll in the dining car, incidentally. But go on. Yeah. 
So he's staring at you. Yeah. And you suddenly see past, like you're seeing past his physical yeah. body. You yeah. see like the outline of him, of him, but yeah. it's just like it's strange, um, just um, diffused mm. shape of him. Mm-hmm. You see him covered, covered in angry red um, light. That's the best way to describe mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. He's like covered in red, angry, angriness. You see his liver <laughs> is, his liver just looks completely, just looks awful. Um, ay, ay, ay. Um, you see his heart is kind of battered and bruised. Okay. And mentally, he, it's like there's all these like dark storm clouds and like thunder and lightning flashing. And this is what you glimpse. Okay. And so how long does this last? I'm trying to think like... Let me see here. Um, it's instantaneous. Yeah. Um, and then what it's did a, I get? Is it like a flashbulb? Like, like you're taking a picture? Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe maybe it's like to everyone else, there's just this weird flash. But like to us, it's it's this it's still... extended moment. Like time yeah. kind of stops. Yeah, you know? yeah, I could see that. Um, so, so actually, the number of successes gives me uh, some some cool information here. Okay. I said I got four, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, perfect. All right. So nice. Let's just go over this since I'm going to be using this a lot. Okay. Uh, one success on this roll identifies a subject as mortal, vampire, ghoul, or other creature. Uh. You can be a werewolf spotter. Yeah. Uh, two successes reveal how many health levels of damage the subject has suffered. Mm. Three successes tell how full the subject's blood pool is if a vampire, or how many blood points she has left in her system if a mortal or other blood-bearing form of life. Four successes reveal any diseases in the subject's bloodstream, so perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, a player may opt to learn the information yielded by a lesser degree of success. Uh, for example, a player who accumulates three successes may learn whether or not subject is a vampire, as well as the contents of his blood pool. Alternately, each success on this roll allows the player to ask the storyteller one question about the subject's health or health levels. Was he drugged? Are his wounds aggravated? Are valid questions. Um, hmm. Let's see. I may use this power on myself if I have injuries, but somehow lost the memory of how those wounds were received. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's cool. weird. Um, and... Yeah. Okay. Alright. Um, yeah. Okay. So basically I, I just I get a good idea of, of everything you were just saying there. So Okay. Very good. Uh do the, does this look like does this look like mortal like does it look like he's look like he's gonna die. He looks not close to death, but he's not doing well. He's very sick. He's very sick. He's very sick. Very sick man. Interesting, interesting. Okay. All right. So. So I'll say. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna picture it like a flashbulb. Yeah. But and there's a sustained moment for for, for sense, time stops for sense vitality. It's a flashbulb. And then yeah. and then you kind of get a almost scan, like almost like a, a flash photo or a flash photo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but also X-ray. Yeah. Yeah. So the flash is there, and then your your eye illuminates, and then it fades very slowly. Mm. So there's going to be a trace of that that he's still going to see as, yeah. as you start to converse. Seared into his retinas. Yeah. But it's on your forehead. 
Yes. The rest of the passengers probably think it was like a, a lightning flash. Yeah. Which would be unusual this time of year. But yep, yep, yep. Especially in the area where you're at. Yeah. Um, so I'll just say, how long have you been sick? A while. Why are you traveling to Salt Lake City? Well, I'm, if you must know, I'm going to go visit a doctor there. I see. And I have family there. Um, when are you due to arrive? Mm, it's a couple days. It looks like... Uh, in about, you know, two more days. What cabin are you in? So he tells you, like, mm-hmm. you know, 16F or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to visit your cabin tomorrow night. And the following night. And we'll see what we can do for you. Okay. So he's still kind of dazed. Yeah. So with that, I will stand. Mm-hmm. Smooth out my dress. Mm-hmm. Make sure I don't have any blood spots anywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just walk away. Okay. So you're walking through the dining car again? Mm-hmm. All right. Are the kids staring at me again? There's not as many kids there. There's mostly adults. You see, like, okay. couples together and talking and having drinks and... Right, right, right. Um, yeah. Tinkling of glasses and plates and cutlery. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 So you make your way back to the car? I do. Does it smell like hamburgers in the cabin? It does. (laughs) Turns my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) So you see Emma is eating some food. And as you close the door, she says, thanks for getting this for me. My pleasure. And she said, are you, how are you doing? Are you still hungry? So since I've actually just fed... Mm She should be able to see that. Yeah, I'm, but she's just asking to be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll say, oh, no, I'm fine, thank you. Okay. Do you hop up into your little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, very easily. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you're just staring out the window? Yeah. Okay. What about what time of night is it? It's, uh, like, 8 o'clock, maybe? Yeah, it's about 8 o'clock now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the the... The trail, the, I don't know, the rails. The <laughs> Actually, as, as I'm staring out the window, mm-hmm. I'm kind of, oh, well, ah, yeah. punching the microphone is what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Uh, I'm like, kind of like idly tracing my fingers mm. over my forehead, mm-hmm. you know, kind of experimentally pressing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh. It feels solid. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. So you're staring out the window. Yep. And eventually... The light starts to change. Okay. And the train just keeps going. And, uh, yeah. So Emma helps you get ready for the night, wraps you up like a burrito, (laughs) 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 and uh, off you you go. Off I go. Mm hmm. Okay. All right. Just uh, quickly, I was noticing my humanity of eight. Uh-huh. So I was just curious what the threshold is there. 
Uh, injury to another accidental or otherwise. Yep. Very interesting. Though not necessarily passive or preachy, kindred with high humanity uphold excruciatingly exacting standards mm -hmm. and often have very clearly defined concepts of moral right and wrong. Mm -hmm. Good to know. All right. So another day passes. Yep. There are various stops throughout the day, but suddenly when you awake, you are in Denver. Denver. <laughs> well, the whole way, wait, wait, wait. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. Wait, let me. Sorry, I'm kind of flagging a little bit here. Okay. So, um, so day passes, the night comes up. Yeah. And you visit Bernard. Yes. He lets you in willingly. Okay. He actually looks a little bit better. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh good. So you do another one of your treatments. Yep. So net gain of one blood. Oh, just one? Well, for me, a net gain of one blood. Right. Because I'm okay. going to take two and give one back. Okay. So as you give him the second treatment, you notice that the skin on his hands are much... Like, they're not flaking as much. They seem to be more, not as inflamed, not as swollen. Yeah. Or raised, I should say. Yeah. And he looks a little bit better. Okay. So he says, I'm really, thank you so much. And so you leave his cabin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just a little smile mm -hmm. and, and acknowledgement as I leave. All right. So another day passes. Mm-hmm. And you're approaching Salt Lake City. Okay. And you go another night happens yes. you give him another treatment yes and in fact this is the second night this is and this is the final night i'm gonna mm -hmm. see him right mm -hmm. okay uh might emma or myself in our luggage have a medicine bottle or a flask of some oh, sort oh yeah mm -hmm. okay so i was gonna fill it uh with some extra vitae mm -hmm. okay so, I'll still do the thing where I take two and give one back, but okay. I've also filled a bottle, so uh, that's an extra point loss Aww. for me. Uh, but well, Emma's been feeding you every other night. Oh, okay. So you can add two more blood oh. points on your... Cheers to Emma. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I should ride the train more often. Why? You're know. just going to ride the rails and heal people? just going to ride the rails. I've chronicle change. Uh-oh. Right on the rails, baby. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so I've got this this bottle, mm -hmm. the Vitae in yeah. it. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what I'll, I'll call it that, too. You know, I'll be like, uh, yeah. I'll be like, you know, I have bottled some Vitae for you. And so he takes it solemnly. Yeah. Like, it's very precious to him. Yeah. He puts it in, he's wearing a jacket. Uh huh. And he puts it in his, like, jacket pocket and yeah. says, Thank you. Thank you, Charlotte. Of course, of course. Just drink that tomorrow night, and best of luck to you, Bernard. Thanks. <laughs> so, so yeah. So he turns in for the night. Yeah. And uh, you head back 
Where yeah. do you want to go in the train? Anywhere else? Or? Um, I think, yeah, I think we'll go for a, a, a cinematic um, fade out on this night with, mm-hmm. with Charlotte in the observation, back in the observation car, mm. like late, you know? Yeah, like, it's very like, late. Like it's like 2 a.m. Like 2 a.m. Uh-huh. So I got the car pretty much all to myself. Yeah. And I'm just staring out at the uh, starlit mm-hmm. uh, night of the in the Great Basin, mm-hmm. you know, as we're coming out of the... Uh, Eastern Rockies. Yeah. And uh, just looking out over this very stark but beautiful high high desert landscape. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. It's very beautiful. Yeah. All right. It's like nothing I've seen before. No, and it's illuminated by more moonlight. Ah, yes. No cloud cover this time. Zero percent. Oh, shit. So, um... So you head back to your cabin when you start to feel the itchiness of the sun yeah. returning. <laughs> Hurry my step a little bit. Yeah, and you get into bed. Yeah. And curl up, and you stop in Salt Lake, but you don't. You right. Don't, you're not right. conscious of it. Yeah. When you wake up, you are in um, Sacramento. Ah, yes. And you only know this because Emma tells you. Okay. We're in Sacramento. <laughs> Sacramento. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So she says, okay, so we're, we're almost, we're actually in California now, but we're, we have a little ways to go. Okay. Um, and I, uh, I do, uh, Lucille left us with a couple of details of where to go once we get off the train. Oh, good. But that's going to be tricky because. Oh, bully. (laughs) It's going to be tricky because I'm not sure what time we'll be getting in. So she's looking through her papers. And, yeah, yeah. And so she just kind of smiles to herself and is like, oh, I should have known that Lucille would take care of this detail. So it's, you're going to be arriving in the evening. Oh, so it'll be of fine. Course. Yeah. So as you um, are on the train um, that evening, do you want to do anything else or... No, I mean my my experience with you know being a healer mm-hmm. went well. Mm-hmm. I trust that Bernard got off at uh, Salt he did. Lake City. Yeah, he's not on the train anymore. Yeah, right. But I'm not even going to go looking for him or anything. Yeah, you know, no. like I'm just you know I assume he's already got off. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually excited. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I'm kind of refocusing on myself okay because i'm like Ooh, we're almost there so i'm like you know like what's that gonna be like mm-hmm. you know so i'm starting to think ahead to you know like, oh yeah 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 okay this it's gonna be this whole other chapter mm-hmm. now yeah so so as you are um thinking these thoughts that night mm-hmm. the, the night goes by pretty quickly you pop into your um to your cabin for yeah. one last little torper. <laughs> one last torp. Uh-huh. And then there's a lot more stops, so yeah. the day is pretty long. Yeah. So as you are, um, suddenly your eyes are fluttering open, and you're feeling your energy come back to you. Yeah. Um, you hear Emma again busying herself in the cabin and says, We're here. We're pulling, we're pulling into Los Angeles. All right, so I'll, I'll jump down very mm-hmm. excitedly, mm-hmm. you know, like stare out the window. Mm-hmm. 
kind of press press my face up against the window. Mm-hmm. You know? So you're seeing like the city. Yeah. You're in you're in the city, yeah. and you're seeing um, skyscrapers. Uh, you're seeing um, the last slightest little line of light um, from the sun. Yeah, slight, very slight. So at this point, it's um, it's March. It is. It's the night. It's the twentieth. It's Monday, the twentieth. Okay. First quarter moon. So, you're seeing the city. You're seeing lights, tons of artificial lights. Mm. You even see these really odd spotlights in the sky, mm. like moving around, mm. just kind of randomly moving around. Mm. And okay. you're seeing a lot of um, just buildings, gray industrial buildings. You also are seeing trees and um, palm trees. Yeah. Actually. Mm. So you're pulling up to the station very slowly, and Emma has everything ready to go. And uh, so you leave your cabin. Yep. And the train stops, and you get off the train. Okay. And you are suddenly at Union Station. Yes, indeed. A fine station. Yes, indeed. It's very nice. (laughs) Um, Sort of mission style. mm -hmm. Yep. It's all white. Yes, yes. Um, and tile accents. Mm-hmm. And as you leave the station, you look at the building up around you, and it's just like there's just palm trees all around. Mm. It's more Art Deco on the inside, actually. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's pure white building with a little clock on it, mm-hmm. little clock face. Mm. And it's, it's this white, stark white building. And there are just cars zooming down the street. Yeah. Just tons of cars. <laughs> More cars that you've ever, than you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, buses. Buses. Horns honking. Yeah, people. There's not, I mean, there's some, there are people walking down the street. Yeah. People are very busy. Yes. Very much in a hurry. Yes. I'm just gawking. Yes. Emma's looking around. And um, perhaps a well, not overdressed, but... I'm, I'm noticing the air temperature. Yes. And it's not bad. It's not. No, yeah. it's... it's The air feels full of moisture. Yeah. Um, it's very, very balmy. Yeah. In fact, Emma starts sweating because she's wearing, like... <laughs> right. Like, way more layers than, yeah, yeah. than she anticipated. It's like, oh, dear. It's very hot here. <laughs> and, it's uh, 65 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so Emma is looking, she has a bus schedule in her hand, Mm. and so she's going to take, um, she's looking at this bus schedule, and she's just, seems completely overwhelmed. Okay. Completely overwhelmed. Okay. And is kind of borderline panicking. (laughs) Get it together, Emma. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't, I don't know where, I mean, I, I have the name of the place, but I don't know where we have to go. Here, let me take a look. So I'll take right. it out of her hand. Mm-hmm. Take a look. Mm-hmm. So what does it say? So it's, it has the bus times. It has, um, the different stops. Yeah. And, and so she's pointing at it. She's like, I think we have to go to this area, Bunker Hill. Bunker Hill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... So I'll, I'll kind of take a look around as well. Mm-hmm. 
So, I don't know. Uh, perception plus alertness? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Difficulty seven. Yeah. Well, I am very alert and very mm-hmm. perceptive. Okay. Seven, you say? Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. To shreds, you say. <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, well, I, I got one seven, but I also rolled a one. Hmm. So I, I, too, am completely flummoxed and okay. flabbergasted. So Emma, Emma's like, I'll just, I guess I'll just hail a taxi. I don't, I don't know. Yes, yes, that's a, that's a fine plan. Okay, so she's kind of like <laughs> hailing a taxi, trying to get one to pull yeah. over. Finally, one pulls over. Yeah. And... The cabbie comes out, takes your trunks, put them yeah. in, puts them in the trunk of the car. <laughs> you know, I've got this like eighty-year-old Footlocker that has like recent structural damage to it. Yes. you know, I mean, like yeah, it's just whatever. <laughs> it's just he's used to this. Of course, of course. So he gets in funny. the car and he says, "Where to?" And Emma says, "Oh, um, we're looking for a boarding house. Hmm. Uh, it's it's a boarding house." And he's just kind of like, what <laughs> right, right. is going on? Uh-huh. She says, it's it's French. It's uh, And he says, oh, the, the Parvo Doré. And she says, yes, yeah, that's that's the one. That's the How did you know? Oh, I just, it's pretty, pretty well known, especially two young, you know, two young ladies like yourselves coming into a city like this. That's a good place to go. So, yeah, I know exactly where that is. So he pulls away from the curb and... And you're just suddenly you are in the city, right? Um, you're noticing um, just different little parks, yeah. Different um, like movie theaters too, mm. and um, just the businesses. All of the neon. There's just tons of neon. Mm. These like these lines of light, yeah, um, which are so bright to your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have the windows rolled down, and you can smell like the sea air. Yeah, and. An exhaust. The air and the exhaust, yeah. <laughs> A heady combination. Yes. And and you're seeing these trees that are, like, they have this kind of, like, gray-whitish bark and these, like, purple flowers. Mm. And they're just beautiful. Yeah. Just beautiful flowers, flowering trees. And, yeah, yeah. And palm, more palm trees. Sure. So he pulls up to this, um, like, he's taking a while to get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he took it a long way. It feels a little long. Ass. Yeah. But, because in the world of darkness, um, <laughs> yeah. cabbies are the worst. Cabbies always take the long way. <laughs> so, so anyway, he pulls up to this house. Um, it looks like a mansion. It yeah. actually reminds you a lot of Providence. Yeah. Um, it's this large, sprawling um, building mm. that has, like, these curves to it. Mm. It has these beautiful ornate archways with, like, spindles, mm. like, kind of framing the doors, the, the stairway, the stairway up to the front door, curving kind of, um, wraparound patio, yeah. um, with a black, like, navy blue roof. Mm. It's all painted in this beautiful golden yellow-orange color. Mm. There's um, a planter up in the front. It has tons of trees, of course, more palm trees. Yeah. Um, some shrubs. Yeah. And it's like multiple stories. It looks like a huge house. Yeah. yeah. It has to have at least 25 rooms in it. Sure, sure. So he goes, okay, here it is. Uh, Parvo Doré. Uh-huh. That'll be $5. <laughs> $5? <laughs> 
<laughs> so he, he jumps out of the car, he, he dumps your luggage out yeah. kindly. Uh-huh. And is expecting his payment, so Emma pays him. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, uh, here you go. Yes. And he says, Alright, good luck. And so he zooms off into the into the <laughs> pool and the, the, the pool of cars. Yes. So The stream of traffic. The stream of traffic. <laughs> pool of cars. Oh god. So as you're making your way up the stairs to the house, yes. you see it's it's lit from within. Uh-huh. It's there are people in it. Okay. Um and um Emma opens the door. Mm-hmm. And in the front foyer there's like um like a little coat room. Mm-hmm. There's also a big desk. Like it's like dark dark wood. Uh-huh. There's like a beautiful like Tiffany style lamp on right, it. Right, right. Again, it has like a poppy motif, like golden right. poppies. Okay. And there's a woman at the desk who looks very forbidding and mm. she has winged black eyeliner and like a black beehive <laughs> it's very severe looking i mean she's trying to look like it's like of the times uh-huh. but it doesn't necessarily suit her uh-huh. but she's very even though she's very severe looking she's very seems very regal mm. and she says yes how can i help you my dears mm. and emma steps forward and says oh uh we were we were told that this was a boarding house for women and girls and um, we would like to know if you have a space open. And she says, oh, yes, as a matter of fact, we did have a room that just opened up. Um, let me see here. So she's looking through her ledger. And so you're noticing, like, she's she looks, she looks like, definitely middle-aged. Yeah. Like, she's definitely older. Okay. Um, and suddenly you see this young girl come running down the stairs. Okay. Kind of laughing. Yeah. And, and then she sees you, and she just suddenly stops. And the woman looks at her sharply and says, Consuela! <laughs> Cayete! Oh my god. <laughs> so, and Consuela looks like, oh, so this is this, this Consuela is this young girl. She looks like she's about 15. Mm. She has like light brown hair, big brown eyes. She's very pretty. Yeah. And, um, and so she's wearing like these capri like uh-huh. pants, like right. mint colored and like this like pink pastel like sleeveless little top right and um, her hair has like the side swept bangs with this yeah. like cute little flippy ponytail okay and um and she's wearing sandals okay and she says oh i'm sorry mama i'm i'm sorry and she's like oh, she sh-. so the woman just shakes her head and she goes back to her ledger and says yes okay this room here um this will be available it'll be um it'll be four dollars a week and um, that includes board. Hmm. And she eyes you when she says that. <laughs> like, I need some feeding up. <laughs> I don't know. But she looks at you when, when she says that. Okay. And, uh, and so, yeah. So, um, Consuelo will show you where... I'm sure you're very tired after your trip. Yes, I feel like I could sleep all day. Okay. <laughs> so she nods, and so Consuela says, "Oh yes, um, we actually have an elevator. So your bags look, your your luggage looks pretty heavy." Because yeah, I was thinking about that, like picturing us walking up to this place, and like the Footlocker probably has a side handle on it, mm-hmm. but I'm still like having to hold it with both hands yeah. and like lean over like thirty degrees, yeah. you know, just to like 
you know, kind of, and it's like completely unwieldy. Oh, by the way, how do you spell the name of this place? Oh, um, it's, uh, I should know off the top of my Yeah, what's wrong with you? God. It's Parvo, P-A-R-V-O-T. P-A-R-V-O-T. Dore, D-O-R-E. Okay. Dore. Mm-hmm. All right. So, very good. Very good. Boarding house. Yes. Yes. So they put your um, they put your luggage in like this little tiny little skinny elevator, <laughs> and Consuelo hits the buttons and says, "Oh, it'll just go up there. We'll just catch it up there. Let's take the stairs." Okay. So she leads you up the stairs. Yeah. And so she looks down at you as as you're going up the stairs and says, "Oh, so what's your name?" Uh, so, um. You know, I don't like to introduce myself without shaking hands. It's a thing. It's, it's my brand, if you will. No. <laughs> Are we near the top of the stairs? Yes. All right. So so she says, what's your name? I'll pause until we get to the top of the stairs, and I'll turn, face her fully, you know, and, like, okay. hand goes out. All right. It's just, like, the conditioning, you know? It's like, uh-huh, I can't uh-huh. help it. Yeah. So, yeah. Charlotte Winchester, pleased to meet you. So she's a little, like, taken aback, like, oh, yeah. that's weird. So she gingerly puts her hand out and yeah. shakes yours and yeah. says, and kind of copies your tone a little bit and says, I'm Consuela Acevedo. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and and who is this? And so Emma's like, oh, I'm Emma. I'm her nurse. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, are you, are you ill? To you. Yeah. Um, yes, but it's... It's not life-threatening. I just have a light sensitivity. Oh, okay. I've heard of that. Yes. So you're making your way up the stairs, and you get to the third floor. <laughs> really should have thought of my cover before we got here. <laughs> <laughs> I have a light sensitivity. Yes, that's it. Yes, yes. yes. That should stick. That should stick. <laughs> right. Um, so, so she takes you to this room. Uh-huh. She has the keys. And she opens the door and she gives the keys to Emma. Okay. And says, this is where you'll be staying. And this is really a nice room. So you go inside and mm-hmm. you see there's two double beds. Nice. Um, it's a fairly spacious room. Mm-hmm. It has windows facing in toward a courtyard. Okay. Down, down, um, and down in the courtyard is this like lush garden with a fountain. Mm, sure. Um, and then on another window, where because you have an adjoining bath to okay. yours, she's like, "This is really good because you pretty much have your own bathroom. It's so great." Um, and so she's looking out the window from the bathroom, and you can see like a view of the city from the bathroom. And it's a really, it's, it's a small window. Yeah. And so, so she says, "And this is your bed." And um, here's the closet where you can store all of your stuff. You can use these bureaus here. So she's like trying to like trying uh-huh. to maintain a semblance of like being kind of professional, like her mom. Right, right. But at right. the same time, she's like getting really excited. Like, yeah. oh, I can introduce you to all these people here. There's so many girls that are here, and it's so fun to talk with them. And um, you're gonna love all of them. I know it. I know you're gonna fit in really well. <laughs> and um, and so Emma's just kind of trying to like unpack and like. And so Consuela's just still like, then she's like sitting on the bed and like, oh, this is a really comfortable bed. I think we replaced these about two years ago. So the mattresses are still really, really nice. And so she's saying all this. And and so, yeah, she's just talking and talking. Cool. I'm okay with that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Although I was (laughs) sitting over here grinning because I'm picturing how this could be a completely different, like, 
horror scenario where like a fucking vampire moves into an all women's boarding house. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh yes, I know we'll be the best friends. <laughs> it's like you're just lucky I got humanity eight, kid. Oh. Alright. So uh yeah, very good though. Very good. So she starts to detect like, oh, maybe I'm talking to you. Right, much. right, right. Okay, well I'll just leave you here and um and I'll I'll see you tomorrow. Of course. And if you need anything, just talk to my mom. Very good. Her name's Veronica. And she kind of likes to say that, like, like I know my mom's first name. Her name's like, Veronica. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Consuela. No problem. So... Oh, so then, so then, as 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 she's about to leave, she leans in very close, and you can smell her blood. Like, <sighs> yeah, she's very I fragrant. I think I'm not hangry. Yeah, and she whispers in your ear, and you feel her breath on your ear, and yeah. she says, "I really want to sneak out at night and go um, on the angels' flight, which um, I know you're new to town, so you don't know what that is, but I think you would really like it. So we'll figure out a night that we can sneak out." So I'll just, just, I'll just flash her a smile. Okay, yeah. so she smiles back, and then she walks away, closes okay. the door. And Emma's like, she has a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you feeling, my dear? I'm feeling pretty good. That was a long train journey, but well worth it. Oh, wow, okay. So she looks a little like... Like the way you word things. Yeah, yeah. Even though it seems it's familiar to her, she does find it kind of funny just yeah. the way you express yourself. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So the night passes. The night goes on. I, I forgot to tell you. Oh. I, my my sort of um, I, I had another brainwave. Yeah. In terms of approaching this character and how to play her. Uh huh. Is what if Anne of Green Gables became a vampire? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So I'm kind of channeling that. Nice, I love it. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. You want a bosom friend? I want a bosom friend. And you're gonna meet many kindred spirits <laughs> along right. the way. Many kindred spirits, uh, yes. Ha, 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 ha. So okay. So the night. So so. How are you doing? Hanging in there, okay? Yeah, we're Story about to, we're about to wrap up. Okay. Okay. All right. So. So you're Emma's doing great, un- by the way. Oh, you're doing great. Thank you. So Emma's unpacking, getting things sort of situated. She's like, "I need a bath. I need like a proper bath." So um, <laughs> yes, bathing. Hmm. Hmm, hmm. So she's drawing the bath. Yeah. And she's in the bathroom. Closes the door. The light. There's a light under the door. Yeah. The room is fairly dimly lit. You have some lamps on. And you suddenly see um you hear a little click oh. against the window pane a Ooh. little tap okay and you hear it again tap so i walk over to the window so down you look down into the courtyard yeah. and you see this boy oh and he has dark hair okay it's, he's, it's hard to see in the light, but you see him illuminated by some of the other windows. He's very handsome. He's like, he looks like a teenager. Mm-hmm. And he has like, kind of like tan, dark skin. Yeah. Big brown eyes. Yeah. And he smiles at you and waves. And he's just looking up at you. All right, so I'll wave back. And then he kind of like looks at you quizzically and looks around and then just kind of runs away. <laughs> okay. 
Um, and so, and so, is there anything else you want to do in the room? I'll just start unpacking. Okay. So a couple minutes pass, and you hear some tapping again. On the window? Like little rocks on the window being thrown up. <sighs> All right. So I was like, oh, okay, I see how this is. <laughs> so I head back over to the window, and, and this time I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swing it open. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when you swing it open, you look down. Yeah. And you see Mazarin standing there. Oh, shit. <laughs> nice. Nice fake out. And she looks up at you. Yeah. And she nods. And then before you know it, she's dissolved back into the shadows. All right. And that's where we'll leave it. Nice. Excellent. All right. Hey, don't take those headphones off yet. We got to do some... I'm just adjusting. Uh, I'm just adjusting. got to do some XP here. I'm just you know? adjusting. <laughs> Making love that easy. <laughs> All right. There you go. All right. The Holy Scripture. <laughs> Read from the Book of Experience. Oh, chapter one, verse one. Okay. So, thank you for showing up. Oh, yes. So I get one for showing up. Yes. Would have been a pretty boring game if I hadn't. You say that... Every God every damn time. God damn time. <laughs> you're perfect. You're beautiful. It's, it's just proof that even if you don't have children, men still develop dad jokes somewhere. What they do. Around their early to mid 30s. They do. No matter what. Yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> so, all right. So I'm asking you, what have you learned? What have I learned? Yeah, you do that every goddamn time. <laughs> um,. Okay. Why am I saying dad jokes? <laughs> well, that's just, it's very common for uh, for women of a certain age to start doing Ricky Gervais impersonations. <laughs> oh, God, no. Um, so, um, <laughs> yeah, well, geez, where do I even start? So, I learned, first and foremost, I learned about my third eye, mm-hmm. which I think is probably the most significant aspect. Mm hmm. For Charlotte, personally, mm-hmm. um, I learned that uh, there's a little Lucille in all of us. Oh my God! Or at least me. <laughs> Jesus. And that I should trust. I should trust the guidance provided by that Ooh. spirit or whatever it may be. Yes. Um, I learned that just like Lucille, I can use my my blood to help people. Yeah. But you've, you already knew about that, though. Uh, yeah, but I... Well, that's true, yeah. No, that's a good point. Uh, but I learned that I can do it on my own. You know, without any guidance, I guess. Like, I can make decisions on who to help, yeah. and then I can... You know, I'm, yeah. I, I learned that I'm, I'm kind of my own person. I'm no longer answerable to anyone. Mm. You know? Okay. Because I was, I was a little nervous there with Bernard. Were you? Yeah, it, it, it was it was a tough choice wow. whether to trust that voice or not. Because oh. he was, you know, he was giving off some creep creeper vibes for sure. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. And so I'm just like, oh man, especially when he's like, you're like an angel. I'm like, oh please, do not start touching yourself. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, <laughs> don't, don't joke about don't that. Don't joke about that. <laughs> All right. Um, and then of course I learned. Well, see. I didn't learn as much as I would have liked mm. about Mazarin and the and the the gruesome trio. <laughs> um, 
so I'm curious curious as to what may happen there because I was I was like okay they show up yeah and they're like dicks Hmm. but at the same time it's like they're sort of like oh no we want to work with you then Mazarin shows up and kicks their asses (laughs) good good but then yeah but then like but then the dude's all like yeah like (laughs) (laughs) gives me this little like nod on my way out of the house like what the fuck like (laughs) so can't really say i learned anything about that God. Other than, I feel like that's my fault. No, I love it. Are you kidding me? I, that's uh, awesome. Right. I, I think that's great. All Whether right. that was intentional or not, like, run no, with it. No, it was. Okay, but I mean, <laughs> it, it just, like, my confusion, like, run run with my confusion. Oh, good. And, good. And, uh, good. I'm you know, glad. make hay from it. All right. So that's that's my that's my spiel. Okay. Um, you get a point for role-playing. You really did a great job, especially with all of your little um, witticisms and slang and <laughs> and just the very, like, the, all the different little affectations. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is funny. Yes. So. I mean, there's no point in playing uh, an Edwardian vampire decades after the fact unless they're going to be somewhat, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know a, somewhat of a time capsule. Right. Okay, and then a point for heroism. I'm going to give you a point. Really? Because you jumped out of that effing three-story building. That's true. You also put Emma behind you when you were in that bathroom. So you do get a point for that. All right. That was very brave of you. So. Thank you. Yeah, and I think Thank that's you. it. So can you remind me really quick of discipline costs for my clan discipline? Current rating times five. Times five. Perfect. Yeah. Booyah. What are you doing? Well, it's a choice between going Auspex 2 or Obia 2. You're in a new place. You want a new set of eyes. I don't know. I think reading. I'd probably go with Auspex. Reading those auras is good. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's what I'm doing. Auspex wow. 2. Look at you. Aura reader. <laughs> so, yeah. So that cool. is. All right. Well, thank you. That was awesome. That was a great start. Okay. Excited. Better keep it up for the next 12 to 37 sessions. 37? <laughs> no, that's wrong. Um, that's going to be... Um, I'm just going to be clear. That's where you're wrong, son. That's right. Knock her down, boy. All right. No, I think... Um, I just want to be clear on this. Yeah. So we're all... How many? How Clear. many? How many chapters are you planning? We like? have. Um, there will be a total of possibly fourteen episodes. Okay. And yeah, and okay. so this one was episode two. Episode two. Come to the sunshine. Come to the sunshine. All right. And so yeah, so I'm looking right. forward to seeing where this is gonna go. Yeah. And yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Good. Excellent. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. <laughs> Fade it out on that. All right.